0: talk all day if you want to. But come
1: sundown, there's going to be two things true that ain't true now. One is that the United States Department of Justice is going to know what in the good Christ,
0: excuse me, Angie, is going on around here. And the other is I'm going to have somebody's ass in my briefcase. Of an intro, but it's pretty out there and pretty ridiculous. Oh,
2: I'm all in, dude.
0: Well, I was tell just,
2: the good people what you have to say.
0: I was gonna say Dave's not here this week because he's off doing a fascinated with films calendar, which we'll be auctioning off soon, and he's going to autograph. So. We're getting a double Justin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. That's all I got. The fans are going to hold you to that shit, man. I know, right? <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like the fireman calendar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Except it's him with the tractor on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: we're redoing movie scenes like people do with their Pomeranians and shit. <laughs> it's just Dave. Uh, Dave and himself. That's funny. <laughs> I'd pay for that. <laughs> 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 uh I'm gonna get pissed myself that's not coming out. I to <laughs> All right, it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen now. So <laughs> how you been, man?
0: Oh, I've been doing good, man. Uh working a lot and getting looking forward to Alaska. Oh yeah, it's getting once, close. What you got today. three weeks, four weeks? Yeah, about it's three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, it's gonna be I'm great. I'm looking forward to you going too because you can uh, be the scout <laughs> yeah. of what, what's coming next, even though we are pretty far away from where each other are gonna be. But yeah. Do you see any movies or uh TV Um, shows or anything this week? Man, I watched The Mass Universe.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see that.
2: It's awesome. It goes quick because there's only five episodes. Uh They drive five, and then I think three months from now, they'll drop another five. Uh They're like 20 minutes each. So you literally, in uh, no time, can go through those things. Yeah,
0: I definitely want to check that out. And
2: people are, man, Kevin Smith, uh, really. Uh, is a fan-friendly dude, too, so he feels the need to respond to anything. Uh And I feel bad for him because half the people absolutely love it and half the people are just trolls and absolutely hate it and everything. And I absolutely loved it. I could see uh, where he was going to get some complaints uh, on the first episode, but by the time he got to the second and third and then further on in the voice actors he used, it was an incredible, incredible series. Uh And... I think people forget how garbage that old show
1: was.
2: (laughs) That old show It was pretty terrible, yeah. I mean, there was no character backstory. And this is like, they've turned this into like the Lord of the Rings where Merman is like controlling the underwater Mm -hmm. and they have to go past him to get to somebody else. And Triclops, who's voiced by like Henry Rollins, is against all robotics uh, huh. whatsoever in tech technology. So he's got like a clan of people that follow him. So there's so many different things going on. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. It's really really great. So That's awesome. Definitely um, check it out. I
0: did binge. I don't remember if I told you or not. I did binge Loki. Yeah, dude, that so was so good. Fucking man. phenomenal. So good. Yeah,
2: dude. we texted, but we I don't think we ever talked oh, yeah. about in the pod. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so good.
0: So good. Like I mean it the,
2: Owen Wilson, man.
0: Oh, he
1: was.
2: fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, dude. I've always loved Owen Wilson anyways and all the stuff yeah. he's in, so it shouldn't really be surprising me that he'd killed it. But the just his his slow banter that he does with anybody yeah. is really good. If he's you, not nominated for something, I'll be pissed because he he really should. Yeah, he did a great I mean and job. so is uh what's his name who plays Loki. Obviously he does oh, yeah. uh, that job all the time. But
0: Yeah, and I mean like I, after episode one, I was totally like, okay, I'm looking forward to what's yeah. happening, you know, but I got to say, like, in the beginning, it was a little confusing. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of friends that I was, like, talking to, but not being spoilerish with, yeah. and uh, they were like, yeah, w- w- I watched the first when two episodes. That you get the three. Yeah. Th- that's what <laughs> they said. I watched the first two episodes, and that's where I stopped, and I was like, yep. you got to keep going
2: at yep. that point, you know. Um, that was Masters too. The first two episodes, people were like, oh, "I'm not sure I'm gonna like this." And the third one happened. You're like, "Holy crap!" And before you know it, it ends, and you're waiting, You're yeah. wanting to see the rest of it. Yeah, uh, I'll be definitely rewatching that too. So, and you went to the theaters too, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Let's see. It was
2: it uh what? the Nick Cage?
0: Oh, pig. Yeah, dude. I I mean, I honestly I can't say anything about. it. I don't it. know shit about it. And that's the thing. Like, yeah.
2: I mean, those I, come the red box so quick that I. I I'll probably wait to Redbox. It, it
0: wouldn't be a spoiler at all just to tell you what type of movie it is. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like...
2: It's a horror, thriller, and comedy. That, so that's, that's the, the thing. Right. right.
0: So <laughs> I went into this movie, especially with the way the the, the trailer is portrayed.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen the trailer. I saw glimpses of the trailer. Mm-hmm. But I didn't um, fully watch it. I, I
0: thought it was going to be very like... Mandy, yeah. Willie's Wonderland uh-huh. or whatever it's called. All the you movies know. that basically Nikki yeah. has been doing. It has I don't I don't wanna say I don't wanna no, I can't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't. I can't I can't. See, that's the thing is like going into it without knowing anything is the absolute best way to go into Interesting.
2: it. Interesting. But you would totally recommend it. Oh yeah, no, it was fascinating, dude. Like uh. I'm wondering when it's coming to Redbox because it indie movies like that you would think would uh be coming
1: pretty uh, soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. Even
2: I might not even go see Black Widow because I think they moved the date up and it's like 2 weeks. <laughs> two oh really? Weeks it's going to be on like, yeah. Disney. Yeah. The yeah. new M Night movie's out uh too.
0: Oh, is it really? What is it? It's
2: called Old.
0: The one where they go on the beach. I, I haven't seen t- a trailer for that yet either. Dude.
2: That but one looks good. I think it's, yeah, it's out right now. And, uh, so that's another one.
0: So basically these people go like different families mm-hmm. go on vacation somewhere and somebody tells them like, don't go on the beach. You know what I mean? <laughs> especially don't They bring... say
2: it's a very M night movie. So it's, yeah, they're like, weird especially premise, crazy don't... ending. Yeah.
0: Especially don't bring kids, you know what I mean? And, they get there and this is the trailer, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? They get there and they're having this beautiful day. And as time goes on, they're rapidly aging. Oh, so, yeah. And like, obviously the, the scene is, is they're, they're stuck on this beach. I don't know why they can't leave, but mm-hmm. they can't leave. So it looks good.
2: Dude. Yeah. Uh- I usually, I'm not foolish enough to go see a movie in the theater because it could go drastically wrong, even on ones that sound awesome.
0: I think except for Sixth Sense, I've seen most of his in the theater. You didn't see Sixth Sense in the theater? I didn't. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw that one.
2: That's crazy. Either I thought everyone saw that in the theater.
0: No, I think I just missed it. Yeah, Yeah.
2: maybe something was going on. That's time periods in your life, I was too. in a Well, it, or in, like, party periods in yeah. your life. Like, yeah. I remember not seeing Seven in the theater, and people were like, you've never seen Seven? I said, I was yeah. just partying at that right. time. And yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I had
0: other things on my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, those time periods, you know, like, 2000s, a lot of 2000s. Yeah, but I like was watching movies at home, so.
0: 88 to, like, 97 I was locked in. I, you know, that. like those prime years, I grew up in the movies and on TV. You know what I mean? And, and around
2: 97,
0: <laughs> I went in another direction. I watched a,
2: a lot of, even during the party days, I was the guy that uh, would put... Movies on in the uh, on the TV, but yeah. not play the uh, audio. Just play like uh, club music or <laughs> techno in the background. <laughs> right, yeah. And I would put I would always put crazy movies. Anything from like old school like John Wayne movies yeah. to like animation. Yeah. Or that uh, was I put final the Final Fantasy uh, mm-hmm. movie on yeah. and everything. So it was always something cool playing. You know
0: what's background. great about random movies? What's that? character Yeah. <laughs> <happens. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> We have a
2: slew. This is character actors nine. This yeah. is our ninth one for um, kind of showcasing character actors. At, at the beginning, we were doing like 15. I probably should have kept it at 10 at the beginning. And it would have been easier. Sure. Uh, but it, it seems like I can come up with 10 character actors that we haven't talked about super, super easy. It, it's a little oh, more yeah. difficult with actresses when you get to a certain point. Of actresses that have been in a good amount of stuff. So, who's king of the uh, movies here? Because we always go and see which one has the most credits. It's got to be page two right there. Yeah, absolutely. Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: By a long shot.
2: 151 we have. uh, And the the least amount? 25. I've
0: got a special request on here today, (laughs)
2: and they have the
0: least amount.
2: So. So yeah, he has the least amount. Twenty five. We have had some people that's only had like, uh, uh, like sixteen or something like Mm -hmm. that. I think we did Vanity once, and she had so little films. Yeah, but the short amount of time. No, it would be John. uh, uh, What's his name? John, uh, John Cazale, who is the guy from The Godfather. Remember, he's been in six movies. Oh, that's right, yeah. He's been in six Fredo, movies, right? and like every one of them is great. Yeah, Fredo. Yeah, uh, yeah, So he's been in Dog Day Afternoon, Godfather 1 and 2, Deer Hunter, yeah. The Conversation, and damn, one more movie.
0: Spoiler alert, he's not in Godfather 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most
1: people in Godfather 3 wish they weren't in Godfather 3. He got out easy. You know, I <laughs> I actually
0: saw Godfather 3 I don't in the Godfather. theater. I saw it. Twice in the theater, and I I walked out of it because no, I was. I saw it twice. I, it was good. I it was
2: just. It's one of those by comparison. It's it's yeah. clearly. Not I think I was like nine. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't that bad if you went to rewatch it now. But well, maybe it would be for you because it's kind of long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, I love all these actors, and I, I will like to say that the entire first page they're dead. So well, <laughs> not, let's not to go bring ahead and the pod
1: Get down. that out of the way.
2: Yeah, let's get it out of the way. But the. The final uh, grouping here, they're all alive. All right. <laughs> so I'd say we start right off at the top, man. This guy just recently died, too. Yeah. And he, he was awesome, man. And that first movie is actually his first movie. So the first guy we're going to be talking about is the great Ned Beatty.
1: I don't think that selling admission to an obviously unqualified student is very ethical or honorable. All right, Phil. Um, but I'd just like to say, in all fairness to
0: Mr. Mellon here... It was a really big check. Yeah. Dude, Ned Betty's great, man. I mean, to me, that he's always... Uh, what, what it's very recognizable. He, what's man. the name in Superman? Uh, oh, uh, Otis. Otis, yeah. yeah, dude. He's that and the toy. Ah, oh,
2: I loved uh, him in the Toy yeah. Man. Um, I mean, Deliverance. I saw Deliverance way earlier than I should have seen it never, as, a, as a child. Never seen oh, it. Oh, you still never seen nope, it? No, I've huh? heard
0: all about it. I, you know, I hear they, that
2: you should see it. It's yeah, really good.
0: I'm sure uh, that it is.
2: But and they don't show anything. It's not like yeah. I, just the stories about it are probably worse than what actually. And, and the same, it's, it's got some of the best cinematography ever. Like when Ned and Ned Beatty. This is his first movie, which makes sense <laughs> because only someone with doing it as their first movie. (laughs) We take risks like being because he obviously the scene that most people know about is where he's molested by the or raped by the hillbillies. Yeah, they're pulled over. And I don't think he actually gets down to it. Mm. Uh, I think he's almost raped. Uh And uh, but some of the best shots in it are John Voight's eyes when he sees that Burt Reynolds is uh, just pulled up and he's got his arrow pulled back. Oh, wow. And he's got it ready to shoot one of the hillbillies and it just, he lets that arrow fly and they get away, man. But the second half of that movie, when they actually have to go, they let one of the hillbillies live. Mm-hmm. So they have to hunt him down uh-huh. basically. And they're fighting them and, he's shooting them from above and everything. So John Voight has to climb up. But some of the best stuff that Ned Beatty did in that movie is when they get back at the very last, like 10, 15 minutes, once they get back, they Mm -hmm. were like, it was John Voight and him back and forth. They were like, uh, well, uh, Burt Reynolds lived too, but he was like unconscious for like the last half of the movie because oh, he wow. had a compound fracture, Oof. really nasty one. looked like a big slab of meat hanging on his leg, oh. and he just he laid in the raft and just screamed for the second half, which is what made that movie interesting because he was the badass, uh-huh. and he was the guy who was going to save the day, and then right. he was like decommissioned halfway through the movie. Yeah. But it was great how they all came together at the end. They said, this is our story. You know, uh, we don't know anything about these hillbillies. And it was almost not even spoken about. Right. But there's a great scene where they're having dinner at... Ned Beatty's house mm-hmm. and John Voight's there and John Voight just loses it and starts crying at the dinner table and everything. And yeah. it's him, Ned Beatty's so good in this man. He kind of, and then he went on right after this and did like the, w- one of my favorite performances by him is from white lightning. Mm-hmm. White lightning is an awesome movie from the seventies about bootlegging. Yeah. I was going to say, it's gotta be
0: about moonshine. Yeah. It's
2: about moonshining and Burt Reynolds, Uh, was in jail at the very beginning of the movie and he has to break out of jail because his brother had just been killed. At the very beginning of the movie, Burt Reynolds' brother is killed by Ned Beatty. He's like a crooked sheriff and they like in like dual canoes bring uh bring his brother and another guy out to the middle of the water and they just shoot him dead. Damn. And, then, and then shoot the uh the, the boat canoe. so that yeah. it just sinks to the bottom. Damn. And it's just like business as usual for Ned Beatty. He's a complete and utter scumbag in yeah. the movie. And then Burt Reynolds just has to kind of get into the bootlegging business just to get him. It's mm-hmm. awesome. What else do you think of uh when you think of this?
0: Um I mean like so many good movies here, man. Oh definitely. yeah, definitely. And I'm the the latter half of it is, you know, kind of where I know him from because, you know, the the 76s, sixes, seventy. Superman I saw, but I, I was much older, you well, know. Well, you need to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need
2: the 1970s month because Network, he was, Network is where a, he got a lot of cred by people. And it was weird because he was only in like one three-minute scene. Mm-hmm. At the very end, it was, he was the head of the entire Network. And he came in at the very end at a boardroom table and just gave this speech that just blew everyone away Uh and was like firing brimstone, screaming, and you will atone for your sins uh, and screaming and yelling and then uh, just comes out of it completely. And uh, he just, it was weird. It was something that you would get a complete veteran to come in and do. And he'd only been acting in movies for like four years when they brought him in there. Yeah. And then he goes on from that to do a whole bunch of like slapstick comedy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just some of his best stuff. I loved him and like, like you said, the toy. We should talk a little the toy, man. Dude, I, I mean, I love that. I watched it super young, man. Oh yeah, I loved it immediately.
0: Yeah, I was probably younger than the kid when I saw yeah. that movie.
2: And there was some adult stuff in there that you almost didn't understand. And yeah, no. some like adult situations with the uh with the wife and, yeah. and then the the emasculation of the Ned Beatty character yeah. was it was a weird scene to watch. It almost seemed like you were watching two different is this a kid's movie or is it not a yeah. kid's movie? No, I mean and
0: that's the thing is like I was young enough when I saw this that I didn't understand a lot oh, of yeah, the yeah. movie. I, I didn't you I understood the friendship and the they act.
2: even had, I mean, they had that Frank conversation where, uh, where the kid and, and, uh, Richard Pryor were talking about having him having sex with a girl that he liked and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, it was an interesting kind of, uh, uh, take i mean that was still early 80s where they were can do movies that yeah that just hit up no there
0: was like a that. lot of racial undertones oh yeah racial to this stuff too story for sure. too you know like oh yeah but it's hilarious you know ned Beatty gives richard Pryor the job yeah. as as like a maid or something and he's got the mustache yeah, yeah. you know and, uh, like, he comes to, like, fill his coffee or something like that. And yeah, he uh, doesn't
2: know he's there. Until. Yeah,
0: and Jackie Gleason, like, looks up at him or something and, you know, notices he's got the mustache and, like, oh, it's so funny. Like, you got a lot of
2: hair on your upper lip. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, now that's not it's later on when they do the newspaper and he tells him not to print it or yeah. not to run it. Yeah, that's yeah. when he uh does makes that Ned Beatty drop Ned his Beatty. pants in the
2: office. Yeah. Like uh, that's real power right there. It was yeah. it was a powerful scene and it was like it was weird because it was some goofy, silly shit yeah. throughout the whole movie. Well and,
0: and Ned Beatty was a good character in Yeah, this. yeah. He yeah. just, you know, he had to do whatever he was told, you know. But you he, ass. Yeah, you kinky no, little it, devil you it's you s. Yeah. Not you ass. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> I love the toy man yeah now I don't know
0: his dominoes were great oh the dominoes yeah that was awesome or the
2: thing with his wife's clothes that what happened after the dominoes yeah, yeah, dropped yeah. you know like, it was good man yeah. it was fun and that's the same kid that was in uh, he got his tongue stuck to the pole in a Christmas story yeah, yeah. and then he went on to do porn porn, porn, yeah, porn yeah. yeah so he had the life takes all kinds <laughs> Uh, Superman, obviously as, as uh, Otis man was so good. Him, oh. number one and two, he just got that silly. I'm just going to be this guy and everything. Yeah. I, I loved him in back to school, man, as Dean Martin. As
0: Dean, oh, <laughs> as yeah. Dean Martin. He like buys a library or like, uh, what's his name? Um,
2: Guys drives the, like, wing of the building. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Thornton Mellon. Thornton Mellon, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he, like, he's, he says something about him cheating or something like that. And he's
2: like, no. he. It's like, he, it's good enough for me. Yeah, he's like, things. he said he didn't do it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's so great. Uh I, I even in man all the stuff and he got a little when he got older he he played some of the more serious characters like in Rudy he was somewhat serious yeah and just made everyone cry at the end when he finally showed up at the game asshole <laughs> well he showed up at the game he got yeah. he got it yeah he got with it at the end uh Toy Story 3 he was for just Notre Dame. really probably the most evil thing he's ever done on this entire list is Toy Story 3 Oh really? He played that pink bear that tried to incinerate all the toys at the end. Oh wow! It was dark. It was like the darkest thing in any. um, It was like Plague Dogs (laughs) dark. Like don't you have you? Do you remember Toy Story Three? Vaguely, it's when they go to the like a uh, nursery school.
0: Yeah. And, that's and then right. one and they side, they want to get to like the third grade or something like that. Cause the preschoolers, the
2: preschoolers, like, well, they tricked them into going into the preschoolers and everything. And the preschoolers tear their toys yeah, apart. Yeah. This was the one where Michael Keaton came in as Ken. And the Barbie and Ken were, were like an item, yeah, and that's everything. Right. But Mister, he was the pink bear that kind of ran the whole uh, kind of nursery school and everything. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, yeah, he was gonna incinerate him, and you saw all the toys like crying and welling up and everything. Yeah, and it scared the shit out of people. <laughs> it like scared the shit out of adults, let alone children. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that's one of those scenes that uh, people always remember. Toy Story Three. That's great, dude. Uh, what else on here too? Shooter, I never saw. I own it, but I haven't seen it.
0: Uh, dude, shooters,
2: yeah, a great I hear movie. it's great, but I, uh, oh, so I'll good. get to it one of these days. He got um, game. I'm not sure who he played in that. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen that one. I, I that was one I just kind of skipped. I seen, like I said, right around '97. Yeah. That was done in
2: '95 for Jess Cause, and that was filmed here in Gainesville. That was was one, it really? That was one of the Gainesville productions. Huh? You know, no in, shit. In the outskirts of Gainesville was Just Cause. And he didn't. Stop that was by. the uh, Sean Connery one. Where Sean Connery was defending like Blair Brown for murder or something, and it was, it was a very Florida movie too, like mm. really sweaty and kind of Evergladesy. But
0: I don't normally you know. do courtroom movies. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Time to Kill. Yeah, no, I, that's
0: I'll make an exception a for some few good men. You know, yeah, few, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but, I love uh, them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: it's
2: not that they're not good. Just... Which is a good way to start the next one because he's in one of the best courtroom movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> this next guy also, uh, he died somewhat a while ago. This wasn't, he wasn't a recent death like Ned Beatty. Mm. Uh, actually, the, the three was, of the uh, four uh, on this.
0: He died in 2006.
2: 2006. Yeah. The other two on this list. All right. So if, if we're getting ahead of ourselves. So our next character that we're going to be talking about is the fabulous Jack Warden. Now that I'm Gladys here, I just hope the doctor can fix up another part of my body. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with cock. This is one of the ones that you probably, a lot of people don't know him by his name until they look him up. Yeah. And especially the older photos of him. Mm-hmm. He's very recognizable. Yeah. I mean, he's in a lot of the movies people love over the years. But if you look at him in that first one, like, uh, like I said, one of the best courtroom movies of all time was 12 Angry Men. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm sure it's on off Broadway or something because it all takes place in one room. Yeah, it, yeah, it is.
0: Because uh, um, I remember people doing uh, uh, what do you call it ensembles? Yeah, um, in drama that I'm, were. From I'm surprised they
2: one. don't do it here at the Hippodrome and stuff because it's a great play. It's a really great thing. Yeah, and it's. To be able to do a movie with 12 people in the room. It's Family just Guy insane. did an awesome version of really? it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a remake of it done by uh, William Freakin, who's uh, obviously famous for The Exorcist, but he did a TV movie for it like in 1992, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was phenomenal. They got major actors. Jack Lemon actually won the Emmy for it. So they had like Jack Lemon and George C. Scott. And his role was actually played by Tony Danza really and so his role in it and they they just dealt with 12 people that really uh, half the people didn't want to be there you know they had other stuff to do they like let's can because we don't see any of the case we only see the deliberation mm-hmm. like the movie starts they're going into the jury room and through the jury room discussions the viewer gets to see what actually happened in the case right and almost all of them uh, all but one were ready to plead to vote guilty yep. and then one guy in this movie it was henry fonda in the New version, I think it was Jack Lemon. In Family Guy, and it was Brian. It was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, perfect. I know this movie. I know for that role. I know exactly how it all goes. Yeah, so I've it, never seen it. It starts with it, but... one person thinks uh, innocent, yeah. 11 people think guilty, and yeah. soon it's 6'6", six, six, and yeah. then it goes all the way up. Yeah. But one of the guys always is the asshole. Uh, in the old version, damn, I can't remember his name, he, there was, uh, one of the characters is an angry asshole that comes with a chip on his shoulder and just didn't like young kids. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why he was ready to convict him no matter what. Right. In the sequel it was, or the remake, it was George C. Scott.
0: They also um, did uh, Jury Duty, which was the success <laughs> story as well. <laughs> and Polly Shore was the one guy.
2: That's hilarious. Yep. Uh, but Jack Warden played the guy that was going to go to a baseball game and had to lose out on his tickets when everyone started voting innocent instead, uh-huh. of, instead of guilty. And at one point, he just rips the tickets off <laughs> because the game was already going on and everything. Yeah. But he was great in that movie. So that might have been my like first thing I saw him in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, technically, it was probably great Muppet Caper. Uh, yeah, right? What do you remember him from on this list? Um, I probably mean, the most. Probably some of the later the stuff. The
0: most would be The Replacements. The Replacements, uh, yeah. Um or uh I just saw one but I looked over it. Damn it, where did it go? Work, Prob- well problem child.
2: Problem child you know. for sure. He was the, the that boy's grandfather. the devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who God, owned the dude. store that his yeah. son was gonna take over but yeah. the kid kept fucking it up. Oh, man. And he was making it the uh he, he ended up uh like really pulling like a Mr. Wilson shit on him where he was getting like injured. Like, he was breaking arms and legs by the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Jack in that one. He was funny as hell in that. I love him as the narrator. Uh, he's basically the narrator of things to do in Denver when you're dead. Oh, really? He's the one that's at the bar, and he's basically telling the story about Jimmy the Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved him in Dirty Work as Pops. Yeah. Man, he uh, was so funny. Him
0: and Norm Macdonald fighting. Uh,
2: he was so raunchy in that and everything. Yeah, at some point he had to tell Mitch, I'm your father. Yeah. He says, here, I got a picture. He's like, ah, that's a picture of me, you having sex with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, the only way I knew you'd believe me. Oh, God. <laughs> He's hilarious in that movie. A lot of great one-liners. One of my favorite, favorite movies he did and it's it's literally almost, I won't say literally because I haven't checked in a while, but it's almost impossible to f- find on DVD. If I am randomly looking for DVDs that I still cannot locate, mm-hmm. one of the biggest ones is Night in the City from 1992. Hmm. It's a great movie with Robert De Niro and Jessica Lange. And he is like a boxing promoter uh-huh. that's tr- going uh, – he's a schemer and a scumbag. And uh, Alan King is one of the rival, like mobster boxing promoters. And uh, he's trying to get one over on him so he gets his brother, who's Jack Warden, to be part of his boxing promoting thing just to piss him off. Uh-huh. And uh, Alan King has to come to De Niro at some point and he says, You shouldn't involve my brother. He says, You better take care of my brother. And then. Uh,
1: he says, "Well, he's
2: one of the best in the game, and he's going to help get this guy trained. That we're going to uh, we're going to back and everything." And then Jack Warden has a heart attack and dies. Oh and shit! And so now he knows Alan King's going to be after his ass, so he's like running from the mob. And oh,
1: such a great movie, man! Damn. And it's a
2: remake too of like an old black and white movie. But 92's Night in the City, I loved him in. Who was he in Toys? Uh, was he I, mean, their I haven't father? seen toys in so long that's the uh, Robin Williams one yeah right? yeah. yeah I he never must, liked it it always he, it always struck me weird and I love wrong it. I love it's it. like that it's, centen- definitely it's strange. like Centennial man it's like there's a couple movies that he yeah. did that I was like yeah I just don't what dreams may come that's another one that, oh, I love that's that another movie. one that I just don't the feel of it is off me and I just don't care for yeah. it. yeah
0: um he must I'm thinking he must have been Robin Williams uh, dad maybe he must have been the the founder of the company
2: I'll have to give it another look. Joan Cusack. She's always wearing those weird
0: doll clothes. It's
2: weird. It's a weird movie. movie. It was a weird movie. It's like uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah. See, I love that one too. Yeah, I love that one though. That one struck me right. i need to watch that. Wow. uh, I loved Passed Away. Passed Away is another movie in 92. I don't know what happened to the movies in 92 there. No, it's the one with William Peterson from CSI. He's the main CSI guy. Oh, Uh, yeah. And for Manhunter. Mm -hmm. And it's got Nancy Travis is in it. Tim curry is in it there the matriarch of the family played by jack warden dies Mm -hmm. Uh, bob hoskins is also the main guy in it okay and the basically the whole family comes back to the funeral and it's all the crazy shit that happens Uh france McDermott is in it too but the very beginning of the movie there uh jack warden survives like a uh big like bypass heart surgery Mm -hmm. and he's getting out of the hospital and they're bringing him back to the house because it's going to be his birthday or his like uh, welcome back kind of party mm. and uh he's not told about it and they open the door and they scream surprise Oh shit. At the very beginning of the movie so. Damn. Uh, Jack Warden no, out, but he played the matriarch which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. I know you're not into courtroom movies but man the verdict but in 1982 was probably my favorite courtroom movie of all time. Oh really? And it's uh Paul Newman, who plays like this down and out lawyer, who just ends up has this crazy case like drop on his desk mm. by uh, somebody um, who was from the Catholic Church hospital was they were giving I think they were um, they were doing a surgery and someone had died under anesthesia. Uh-huh. And they said that they fucked up, and he has to sue the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is specifically behind it. Oh wow! And they have like the best lawyers in the it's world. The James James Church, Mason dude. plays the uh, the opposing lawyer, and Jack Warden is his like investigator that uh-huh. goes out and finds all the information Ooh, yeah, for him. Does he does that same exact uh, role actually in Guilty as Sin. That's the one with Rebecca De Mornay and. Um, What's the Miami Vice guy? Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Don Johnson killed his wife and tells her straight up, yeah, I killed her. Oh, he wow. says, now you're going to defend me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, Jack Warden plays like uh, Rebecca DeMornay's like uh, PI. Uh, uh-huh. And he's doing it, but they're trying to set him up because they have to work around. They don't want him to get away with this murder. Yeah. But she's the lawyer. Right. And so they're trying to actually get him caught. Uh, in a tricky, clever way. Uh-huh. I always guilty of sin. I think pray. I saw that
0: actually. I think there's a scene well, never mind. I, I think I saw that. I
2: don't know I remember he was in Great Muppet Caper though. That's exciting that he was in it. <laughs> yeah. Those movies are so weird that he could be on the screen for like ten seconds. Just a little cameo. Yeah. I loved him in Used Cars. That was another one where he played a dual role. He played like the opposing guy and he played his twin brother who was with Kurt Russell. And uh, had a similar thing, actually, where he died and they had to pretend that he was still alive. Mm -hmm. And they actually like put somebody in a car and had him drove around and pretended it was him all the time. (laughs)
0: That's fucking great.
2: Uh, He's a ton of stuff here, man. I have a uh, a soft spot for the Sandra I don't know if I ever mentioned. I have a soft spot for the Sandra Bullock movie While You Were Sleeping because I was working at the video store at the time and, and was, they played it. They played over it over and, and over, and over, over again. again. It was yeah. one of the ones that they they promoted us to kind of show and everything uh-huh. so it was actually kind of clever.
0: That's funny. Do you have you seen it? I think I remember That's that. the
2: one where she's uh the guy falls on the train tracks and loses his memory and she shows up at the hospital yeah. and the family automatically thinks it, and that's his fiance, and she ends up going along with it. Oh, shit. <laughs> until she, until he ends up waking up. It's like, who the hell are you? That's it, funny. It was a clever one. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I remember that or not. Uh, some of his other movies, All the President's Men, obviously, is a big one. Heaven Can't Wait, Injustice for All. So he was doing some serious, serious stuff. Presidio was a great one.
0: That's with Mark Harmon.
2: Um. Yeah, Mark Harmon. Yeah. See, and, I know uh, Sean. J- I know stuff. <laughs> uh, Bullets Over Broadway, Bullworth. Yeah, and The Replacements. Man, he was great in The Replacements. Yeah, him and Loja were in it. And Robert the- Lozier <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we've talked him before. <laughs> All right, the next and this guy died uh, somewhat recently too, and I, I always love this guy. this next one we're going to talk about sixty movies under his belt is the great Brian Dennehy.
1: Sounds good, Tom, but I'd like to take a look at your operation before I commit. Fair enough, Doug. Of course, I could get a hell of a good look at a T-bone steak by sticking my head up a bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it.
0: (laughs) Bull's ass, that's great. Who the fuck is Brian
2: Dennehy? <laughs> <laughs> I always was familiar with Brian Dennehy, man. Just through First Blood. I watched First Blood really young, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was 1983 or 1984. It was one of the first movies we rented on VHS, and we were allowed to watch it. Uh-huh. And I thought, it was great. Oh, we're watching a rated-R movie. Uh, yeah. And th- there was some blood in it and everything. But other than that, my dad was just happy there was no sex. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Deal with
0: yeah. it. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, he was so great in that. Like, he was such an asshole. Oh that every just time just let him I, go
2: over the bridge man I,
0: every time i watch that movie now i still hate his fucking oh, character. oh god you know i it's just he gets he's, under my skin he's thing. that
2: guy that you expect to be kind of out there right now in the world <laughs> that being <laughs> difficult and just not letting profiling people for yeah. the wrong reasons yeah. man Ugh. i mean and it was he, he did nothing wrong but just was walking on that bridge and just looked a little kind of on the homeless side. He's a, he's a veteran comes back, finds out his best friend just died and just walking away, man. He just, I I love it. man. Brian Denny played that perfect. Oh yeah, dude. And he had been, obviously he had uh, worked with Stallone before that because that fist, that's a Stallone movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's they were, I own it. Another one I haven't seen Mm -hmm. since it, played and it was like picketing against something I can't remember what it was. File play I haven't seen in forever too and I also own that's the Goldie Hawn Chevy Chase movie. Oh really? It wasn't a like comedy comedy though. I remember not disliking that as a kid but mm-hmm. ended up buying it because obviously I love those guys and probably a whole different kind of thing for me yeah, now. Yeah,
0: that and uh, I think it's Deal of the Century. I need to see oh, those too. It's so good.
2: Yeah. You definitely need to see Deal of the Century, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh Cocoon though is probably where everybody like really started to know him and like him because yeah. he kind of played a prick up till then, yeah. and he's a, he's a very likable guy in half his roles. Yeah, he's really a likable guy in half his roles. He's an asshole. He's yeah. one of those perfect character actors. Yeah, he can go either can, way. They can go either way, man. Yeah. yeah, when I think asshole, I think uh, First Blood. I think nice. I think either uh, Cocoon or uh, FX, man.
0: Yeah. Well, now I thought I thought he flipped on him. Maybe it was FX two. Where he...
2: No, he was he was always a good. Cu- he was the he was he didn't have any interactions with Brian Brown in the first one uh-huh. until the very end. Uh-huh. Remember, and uh, they just weren't buddies buddies until the second one, right? This, and that's why I liked the second one because they they hang out at the bar together and they yeah. they figure but, out what to do. But
0: didn't he go behind his back and like betray him in the second one? I thought he did.
2: No, they were. It was a it was a part of the scam. Oh, that's remember? what it was. Yeah, then. yeah it was okay. part of the scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, those are great movies, man. FX and FX2 are so great. Yeah. And I love, like I said, ah, like I said, FX2 is probably better. It's one of those sequels that is definitely better. Yeah. Just because you have that buddy comedy, but I I, I do love that first FX. I love the premise. Yeah.
0: Like, and well, now, aren't, I think they're both kind of the same premise, right? Like, Basically, they need to stage a murder, and uh, what's his name? That was uh,
2: the second one, was the stage murder. Well, no, That technically it was the stage murder, because Jerry Orbach was the, the mobster who was going to go to the... Uh, he was going to go to the Italian restaurant and be wired, and then someone's going to come, come in, and in and kill and him, him, and that's yeah. how they're going to get him into the uh, witness protection program. Right, yeah. And the second one, at the very beginning in the shower, remember they had the cop dressed in the, the fake boobs and everything oh, yeah, in the shower? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. That was when they were going to try to catch a serial killer. Uh-huh. uh So they did it that way, and it went wrong. But gotcha. Obviously, there was a whole bunch of kind of shady shit going on. Yeah, I wonder if people have seen the FX movies. Yeah, if they haven't. I mean, those were on out. HBO all the time. That's how we watched them. Yeah. But- Oh, man, and usually you can find a like pairing of them on DVD. I've, yeah, often, you, you gave Often, me both. I have seen. Oh, I, do you I, have
0: one? You gave me, I think you gave me both. I, I, yeah, I bet you it's definitely gave me one of
2: them. Yeah, because I've seen the dual disc before where it's FX and FX2. I have them separately, but mm. I, I love them both, man. Really yeah. great. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't seen FX, definitely watch those things, For man. For fucking sure. Silverado, I loved him, and he played a prick in that movie too, man. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Do you remember Silverado? It's I one just... of those westerns that's very palatable and everyone should see because it's so much fun. Yeah, I, I don't think I've I, ever Lawrence, seen it. I think Lawrence Kasdan did it. It was uh, it was probably one of the random movies if you want to see... um, What's his name? Kevin Costner. If you want to see Kevin Costner play something you never see him play, mm-hmm. he played like the... The punk kid that couldn't be controlled, uh, like who was having sex with all the women and just getting himself in shitty situations right. where, where Kevin Klein had to get him out of it and everything, mm-hmm. and it was really great. Brian Dennehy was kind of the bad guy that, and once Kevin Klein rolled in the town, they kind of had animosity together. It was a fun one. Hmm. Uh, bestseller, I can't remember. He he was in that with James Woods, uh, presumed innocent. I loved him in man. I uh, haven't
0: seen that one. That's with that's uh, the, Tom Selleck? No, uh, no, Harrison Ford. With the deaf kid?
2: No, it's the Scott, <laughs> it's the Scott Turow book about the the lawyer who killed the, uh, his assistant on the table. Uh. The, the blonde girl, they found her dead the next day. And all the uh, evidence uh, went to Harrison Ford. Mm. And Harrison Ford saying... At first he says, I, had I didn't kill her. my wife. No, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, man, I yeah. Swear. he has eventually has to admit that I did have sex with her. And he has to like admit it to his wife, Bonnie yeah. Medelia. He says, I had sex with her, but I did not kill this woman. Right. And the whole thing is the trial. And Brian Dennehy's like the DA and he hires Raul Julia to, to defend him. Oh, cool. And it's such a great uh, movie. And it has one of the biggest twists ever at the end of the movie, man. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I could spoil it all right now, but... Do it. <laughs> do it, do it. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch that corporate movie. <laughs> uh, no, I'll hold that off. Why don't you talk a little Gladiator here, because Dude. that is not the Russell Crowe Gladiator. No. It is the 92. Another movie, hard to find. What is up with 1992 movies? I don't know, it's but... Th- movies th- that time forgot.
0: This is like, as far as like obscure boxing movies, yeah. this is like...
2: The most obscure. Yeah,
0: probably. But and also, like, this and Digstown are two of, yeah, like, yeah. my favorite movies, yeah. dude. Like Those
2: were pretty close time periods, too. I think so. 92 might have been Digstown actually. Yeah,
0: we'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, so Cuba Gooding Jr. and I forget.
2: <laughs> and uh, the guy from Few Good Men. He, that, he was the one that was up for trial. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, private, uh, I can't remember his name. I can't either.
0: It's the white guy. Dad, uh, the white guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure I
2: remember from much other than that. No, me neither.
0: Um, But they're both, like, boxers from the streets. I I don't know if they're in Philly or Chicago or New York. I'm not sure where they are. Could even be Detroit. Um, And uh, Brian Dennehy runs the local amateur boxing boxing uh, circuit, you know, and he hosts the fights, and he puts them together and makes all the money, and, like, he seems like a nice guy, but, it, like, he's a total piece of shit.
1: And, <laughs>
0: and he used to be, like, one of the greatest bare-knuckle boxers on earth, you know, or in the country. Like, he was a total fucking badass back in his day, and... You know, whatever it's Gladiator. Nobody's ever going to see this. You know, uh, <laughs> it's hard to find on. DVD I'm sure too.
2: it is. Like uh, James Marshall is the guy who plays him. He was actually okay. in Twin Peaks. That was a that was his big big role. I think. Oh, Twin really? Peaks,
0: yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, he ends up so he ends up fighting
2: Brian Dennehy, and I mean Brian Dennehy's. I mean, he's got to be somewhat old in '92. I mean, he old, but it's like that solid. He was wearing
0: like a unitard. You know what I mean? With like, it's like one, Bobby Heenan, what, well, Bobby with Bobby like, Heenan, yeah, went into with the like ring. one strap. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's, that's the Bobby he, Heenan outfit. Yeah, like one. <laughs> you know, back in the day when a wrestler got too old to yeah. just be like, oh yeah, Jerry Lawler, Lawler. Yeah, like, you know like what he I mean. Did the they same would thing. do the one strap, so yeah. that's what they put him in. And I mean, I got to give it to him for. Half that fight, he beat the yeah. shit out of that kid. And oh yeah, the kid knew He's a, a, big oh, yeah. a big dude. Brian He's a big dude. No, looks... I, there, there's a scene where you know there's a punch that gets thrown and he catches it, and I mean yeah. you can see the size difference in their hand. I mean he's definitely at least six or eight inches taller than this kid, at least yeah. you know camera angles too, but um no he's
2: dude he's he's a big he's a big boy i loved him as big tom callahan in tom oh
0: yes dude is that for me (laughs) no son that's for me (laughs) (laughs) i loved
2: him in that he was in it so short too and another thing i should mention he played and it was so great uh do you remember the show just shoot me it took place at the uh the magazine I remember George Siegel was the uh, boss and Laura Sanjiu Como worked there and uh, David Spade David yeah, Spade yeah, worked yeah, the desk and he was the boss to uh or the receptionist basically. I think I'm
0: getting it confused with uh Spin City with Yeah, Michael they came J. Fox. out at the same time.
2: Yeah. Well, Brian Dennehy came in on an episode to play David Spade's dad and it was awesome. Oh, that's and he was great. a firefighter. So much of a like a retired firefighter, but he mm. still carried the axe around with him. <laughs> like wherever he went, he just had the axe with him and I think it was hilarious. Yeah. And then you could th- you could see how the dynamic between him and David Spade who's like uh five Two, yeah, and can be like picked up and thrown, and he right. always plays that kind of uh, feminine type character. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was the back and forth was hilarious with those two. That's great, dude. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. He was one of the main families. I, I don't know if he was the Montagues or the uh, Capulets. Yeah, well, I funny, probably he was one
0: haven't seen that. Since I
2: haven't seen Tag. You have. I saw Tag, but I don't remember who he is. Yeah, he must uh, have been have a random character. That's twenty. That was a
0: fun movie. Twenty
2: eighteen. So that I, I'm not sure when he died, but I think he just died like within the last like four or five months. Really? Uh, what else am I missing? On? Cocoon. We didn't much spend much time on him. I loved him at Cocoon, man. He was just unbelievably likable. You know, no, oh, nothing yeah, made dude. me happy as a kid to know that those guys were legit. You know, that those aliens weren't at any point going to rip your face off. Yeah. Once you realized they were legit and it just made that second one a lot more fun when they had to go and rescue their friend. Yeah, well, I don't think a lot of people have seen uh, No one talks about C- Cocoon the Return. Not that anyone talks about Cocoon, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, for me, Cocoon and uh, Batteries Not Included are just like right there with each other. They always will be. Um, really?
2: I never had any love for Batteries Not I Included. I love that movie. It was all right, but, and I own it, but it's, uh, yeah, it was a little lacking. I'm not sure what it was.
0: I thought it was just a sweet story of yeah. old
2: people and aliens.
0: <laughs> it's true. I mean, I guess
2: it did have that in common with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a good old people movie. Yeah, it was.
2: You know. Anything we have mentioned on here? Oh, Ten, which is interesting on that, because Ten is the Dudley Moore uh, movie that had uh, the woman he's going to marry in Tommy Boy. What was her? Uh, Bo Derek. Oh, really? Yeah, Bo Derek. That was her big one. Ten. Oh, and really? And the, the poster is her running on the beach. So oh. it's interesting that he was in that, and then in Tommy Boy, he gets to marry her. So I'm not sure I'm not sure who
0: he played in ten though. Going full circle there. Um <laughs> I'm trying to see who he was in tag. He was somebody's dad. Yeah, that makes you know, sense.
2: I mean, he was probably getting up there in age too. I loved him though, man. He just had a good, like, lovable quality to him. Even when he played a bad guy, you kinda liked him. Yeah. And he's very recognizable, you know. Anytime you'd see him, you immediately
1: oh probably. Oh, yeah, you? dude, absolutely. Yeah.
2: There was a, There's a lot of roles I would have loved to have seen him play in, though. I mean, he would have been like a good kingpin or something like that. Yeah, evil dude, absolutely. Like I'm
0: actually surprised he was only in 60. I, I It seems to me like yeah. he would have more.
2: I think he probably branched out to TV yeah. for a lot of his credits, too. Yeah. Same with the next guy. Yeah. So this next guy, who's got 47 movies under his belt, is the fabulous and recently departed also, Wilfred Brimley. Where'd you get this?
0: I made it myself from a tree near home. Wonder boy, you put that on there. What does it mean? I made it a long time ago when I was a kid. I wanted it to be a very special bath. <laughs> oh, it's just diabetes. You want to say diabetes, it's just don't you? Diabetes. A <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I also that, that and oatmeal. Oatmeal. Yeah. Yep, and
2: do you remember the TV show he was on? It was like vaguely it was like a little house in the prairie show uh-huh. where like the family lived with him in his house and uh-huh. everything and he was the grandfather and it was it, it wasn't this old house because I think that's a that's the construction it's show very far something away something like I kind that. of remember yeah, it was when I was super young yeah uh, and I always enjoyed him in it, though also another guy that the second you see him he's very recognizable and it, it's kind of weird not seeing him with that uh, mustache yeah. like in the thing. Because you're hearing him. It's it's totally and (laughs) Brimley, but he doesn't have the mustache and it just looks really strange. One of the creepiest... He's in one of my creepiest... Moments ever is when he sticks his hand through that guy's mouth in the thing and then stretches it out.
1: Oh wow. I don't remember yeah, the that. The
2: alien takes him over at some point. Yeah. That he just meets the guy in the tunnel, the uh the guy with the bushy eyebrows. <laughs> he was in uh House Guest with Steve Martin, he played his dad. Huh. He he meets him in like the corridor and he comes up and he grabs him by the mouth and his fingers just go into the skin and he just pulls it away. Oh, and wow. it's just like stretching his mouth out. Yeah. Nasty.
0: So now how old was Wilford Brimley in, in Cocoon? Was it 52? 50. 50? I think
2: it was 50 when I, it was filmed. Okay. That's, so, the, that's the big Kevin Bacon thing that they do yeah, like Brimley, which uh, is fun.
0: Because um, I saw one the other day, and it said uh, Paul Rudd. That's what I think no, it was. Paul fi-
2: Rudd's the new thing that they make jokes of. Yeah. Today. like,
0: yeah. Uh, But it said that he's the same age now as Wilford Brimley in yeah. and, and Cocoon. And
2: I think wow. he's even older now. I think that was a couple of years ago. I think he, oh, really? I think Paul Rudd's like 52 now. Yeah, well, that's crazier. what it said was 52. Yeah. They showed know? him a lot in the Ghostbusters trailer. Oh, did they? Yeah, Good i don't think we mentioned the ghostbusters trailer on the VOD yet but they also they show him running from a terror dog
1: oh uh,
2: shit <laughs> dude. it's super exciting man i can't wait until ghostbusters Damn, afterlife
0: and rick moranis is gonna be. fucking Just save hold, him hold hold the it's, it's coming
2: <laughs> it might you never know uh when i think wilford brimley in one of my favorite movies of all time. On my top 10 is Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Me and My Cousin. It just ha- holds a special spot in our heart for it. I love it. Spent $50 on the DVD for it uh, and it, it's such a great DVD I don't regret it at all. Yeah, and he's so great. He's the head of the organization on that but even me being my favorite movie yeah. my mind still goes to Cocoon. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what it is for me because that's the thing that I've seen him in the most.
2: Yeah, I really um, have seen him in Cocoon a lot. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean that's... All these movies, man. I'm a huge fan of him in all these movies. Man, I loved him in The Firm. He played a complete prick. He was the was one... Was he the head of the firm in He that? was the head of the security. Security, yeah. And the, he's the one that met Mitch, the Tom Cruise character, out by the dock and showed him the pictures of him like kissing the girl down in like uh, the Keys or yeah, wherever he
0: was. Yeah, So he's in Costa Rica. And, Costa Rica something
2: because he, he goes through in... Uh, oh, Cayman Islands. That's yeah, right, that's because what they were was. doing the, uh, yeah, the, the shady the, shit. Right. And that. that's where it happens, I guess. <laughs> but remember, <laughs> yeah. he had that whole speech where he was blackmailing him. He shows him the picture. He says, Imagine your wife's uh, face where she goes into the uh, the postal box expecting her Red Book magazine, and she finds this instead. Oh, my gosh. And oh man, you're like, God damn, the scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't get to see him play that guy often. No. You know? he's, and he's very menacing
0: looking. Hey, well, him. his voice was really good, oh, too. So good. You know, it was very recognizable and, you know, I, like... Yeah, and
2: that's how it's weird with the thing when he doesn't have his stash. I'm not sure, does he have his stash in the China Syndrome? He must not. I don't think he had it in the China Syndrome. Hmm. True Grit, he was super, super young in, too. Brew Baker, I have on here. A lot of people don't know about uh, Brew Baker. Such a great movie. Yeah, I've never heard of it. What's his name? Robert Redford. Robert Redford is the new warden to a prison. And if this premise doesn't get you... The only problem I have with this movie is they they do away with the premise about 40 minutes into the movie. Uh, and if they kept it through longer, it would have even been better. Uh-huh. But they—he wants himself to be put in as a prisoner. Oh, I remember to, you talking to about see this how before. the system is run. Like yeah. they need to redo this. They need to redo Baker. because that was my only problem. Like you're like this is gonna be awesome. He's seeing people. He's seeing rape. He's seeing like guns. He's seeing drugs. Yeah. And then he ends up coming out of it like a half hour into it, and the rest of the movie is just him being the uh, the warden officially. Yeah. And I was right. like, man, I would have lathered him go through because it's like one of those hidden bosses show. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Going it, yeah, it. except you can get shanked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh so he was in that movie. I love See,
0: that's how that movie should have ended. It should yeah. have been that way the whole time, and you finally get super excited because he's finally gonna get out, and like as he's walking to you know, give somebody the signal, he just gets shanked in the yard. <laughs> that's the end of the fucking movie. <laughs> we need well, to I can ass- I
2: can assure you the brew baker does not end that Yeah, way. We <laughs> need to write that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh absence of malice i loved him and that was another movie where he just came in at the very end of the movie The uh absence of malice was awesome it was paul newman and sally field it was also uh it was like a, it wasn't a courtroom really movie uh it was an investigation and you, they were tailing paul newman they thought paul newman knew something that he, uh that he didn't and uh then at the end, Wilford Brimley has to come in as like a liaison between mm. the uh, the two group and set it down. He says, we got a grand jury next door. I can take you over to there, and you're all going to go to prison, or we could just work this thing out right here. Yeah. And he just came in there as like the fixer. Nice. <laughs> it's funny that also one of the random things I think of him of is that Seinfeld episode as the postmaster. He comes in as the postmaster. Remember, uh, is
0: it when Jerry's in the investigation room? Uh,
2: no, it's when um, Kramer. Kramer doesn't want to take his mail or something like that. He's like questioning the mail, or and then they bring Wilford Brimley as the like the shady uh, postmaster who's going to set Kramer straight. That's so really great. funny, man. That's awesome. The Natural. That was another movie with him and Robert Redford, where he played oh, the yeah. head of the baseball team. Yeah. That was a great. Uh, I haven't seen that in so long. I, it's a good movie. I need to watch it. It's in like baseball season. So now. that's
0: the one with Robert Redford. What's the Where he one? He makes the bat. Yeah. What's the one? Wonder Boy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what's the one with Dennis Quaid? Uh,
2: oh. Is it the that, rookie? Th- oh yeah, he was the rookie. Yeah, the rookie. It was? Okay, that was good. I get those confused. It was Not, good. I only saw it once, but it was good.
0: Yeah, I just I get the names confused.
2: I like my, I like a lot of sports movies and you gotta have to I usually I don't like a lot of sappy shit but there's so much in sports movies that I I forgive that's it that's what it's all about yeah it, it's they're good there's a lot of sap and, and yeah. the natural and I'm not talking about his wooden bat <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard target so he officially did a Van Damme yeah movie. I'm trying I don't to remember it, but it he hard must target. have been
0: like his yeah. contact or something or the bad guy maybe yeah you know?
2: Then he did My Fellow Americans and uh, In and Out too, and I haven't seen either of those but once. I think the My Fellow Americans was another one of those. Uh, I think that was James Garner and Jack Lemon movies. Mm. Remember, they started doing them after Walter Matthau oh, and Jack Lemon were right. doing them. Yeah, James Garner kind of did buddy I, comedies with you them. You know, I feel like I did see that. I think Dan Aykroyd was in it too. <sighs> want to say they were former presidents like one was a former president maybe the other one was too and they yeah. hung out together they were on Wait, a boat in one scene maybe
0: i'm thinking of the one with um oh man oh what's his name god damn it i'm just gonna have to move on because i can't remember <laughs> him james
2: not garner <laughs> yeah
0: oh is that the one i'm just talking about james oh, okay garner. yeah hey, yeah, hey, hey. okay sorry yeah. I, I thought i got confused for a second there. um yeah that one's fun i did see that one but I vaguely, yeah, vaguely I'd remember. I've only seen it like once. I just remember them singing the Hail to the Chief song, and they both made one up, you know, and Hail to the Chief, he's the Chief, and he's needs Hail. Well,
2: all those movies were, <laughs> were made for senior citizens <laughs> yeah. specifically, and their grandkids that got dragged to them. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Me. <Yeah. laughs> uh, In and Out. In and Out was funny as hell. That was the one where Kevin Klein uh, comes out of the closet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember one. that one. Well, for Brimley, man. All right, we're going to page two. Oh, some good ones on this one, man. This, this next one. You're already, you've already d- gone ahead, man. I see how you are. <laughs> next one's got 76 movies, man. Oh, boy. The great and fabulous James Earl Jones. I want to know
1: what happened to the plans they sent you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. You are part of the Rebel Alliance
2: and a traitor. Take it away.
0: You know it. You,
2: I mean... <laughs> We've been hearing them <laughs> since we were little kids. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? And so. I've been watching him, too, obviously, and especially later in his career, after he got done. Obviously, people know him from Star Wars as Darth Vader. Yeah. But after the Star Wars movie, probably the first thing I remember, and I went back later in my life to watch Dr. Strangelove. And it's interesting to see him in Dr. Strangelove. Man. I've He's so that. He's so young. He's one of the pilots. Is he really? He's one of the pilots, and he looks like he's probably 23 or 24 wow. years old. Uh, it's very hard. You could totally watch that and not even notice he was in it yeah uh swashbuckler was a great one swashbuckler i can't remember it was him and uh, damn i think it was him and the guy from uh, jaws damn it i can't think of his name the quint oh i don't know yeah, his name damn, I robert uh, no. yeah Ooh. damn this is one of my favorite movies of all time I, any other time i would know his name too yeah
0: i can't think of i
2: God, <laughs> it's one of my favorite actors too <laughs> That's how shit goes sometimes. Yeah, we don't have a producer. <laughs> and it was him, and, the, and it was like a pirate movie, and they were just riding on horses together and shit. It was, really? it was crazy to see James Joel Jones. Not only, I mean, he's, he was pretty fit in that movie, too. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Same. There you go. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, obviously Star Wars was a big thing. Exorcist 2, everyone forgot. So uh, (laughs) we should skip right over that as well. But, man, Conan the Barbarian, I had some nightmares about his scenes in Conan the Barbarian. You know,
0: I've only seen that a handful of times when I was a little kid. I remember he was the
2: king. Fuck Darth Vader. He was scary as shit. And I know we're going to be talking some Conan the Barbarian uh, on our next pod together because Mm -hmm. we're going to do some Arnold. But, man, he played the evil, like... Sorcerer who had the snakes mm-hmm. and everything, and he could turn himself into a snake at oh, one shit. point. Yeah. And it was creepy as shit. They yeah. did some weird special effect where his face looked altered, and then all, they did a cutaway, and obviously, he was this big ass snake and everything. Yeah. But there was a scene at the beginning of the movie where he shows up into the this village and everything, and he wanted to show how powerful he was. Mm-hmm. He he looked up but he had all these maidens like these half naked maidens that were just like shrouded in like these white cloth, mm-hmm. and they were just following for, him around.
0: For some reason, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, very,
2: <laughs> uh, very midsummer. Yeah, esque and similar. Yeah. W- also similar to midsummer. Uh, there was like two of them up on the top of the cliff. Oh, and yeah. James Earl Jones just says, come here. Come yeah. on, darling. And then she just steps off the cliff yeah. and kills herself. Jesus. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah. And at that point, I probably watched it too young, too, Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And from that point, he just scared the hell out of me. He's got that voice, man. Oh, yeah. I had to put, after 1983, Soul Man. How can that be shown anywhere ever again? Oh, I don't think it can. I own it. And, oh, I, and I'm wondering if it's ever going to be worth some serious money because I would imagine it would be because... It's going to be
0: like a banned book. B-
2: if you talk about it, it sounds worse than it actually is. He mm-hmm. learns a big lesson in that movie and it actually is kind of heartwarming mm-hmm. at the end. Do you remember Soul Man? I remember the premise of it. I don't remember <laughs> much more than that. So, uh, uh, C. Thomas Howell. Yeah was trying to get into Harvard. Next thing you know, he was in Spider-Man, and that was it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that why? Did he get blacklisted for that? He, he may have, dude. <laughs> he fucking
2: may I have. I think people forgot Soul yeah. Man. So let me enlighten everyone about Soul Man. So <laughs> he could, He, he tried to get into Harvard, and he couldn't get into Harvard. And he realized that he, they were taking a couple black students. Mm-hmm. So he went and took pills to darken his skin, and he got like an afro. Mm-hmm. And it straight up looked like a white dude. In blackface. In blackface. And yeah. he... fools everybody goes in there starts dating Ray Don Chong she was the girlfriend and everything and I'm pretty sure James Earl Jones was the dad and he starts falling in love with her and he feels bad and he's realizing how he was realizing everything was what he did was wrong so the lesson after (laughs) rewatching and I got post about it (laughs) but I'm really curious on how like redeeming it is at the end Yeah, because I know there's a lot of black actors in the movie too Mm -hmm. It's, it's filled with a lot Great, really uh, good black actors right. who are trying to tell this story. But man, when you tell people that premise, man, it yeah. doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. Back <laughs> in 1986, apparently it did. Yeah, you could do you I wanted. loved him in uh, Alan Quatermain: The Lost City of Gold. I never saw this one. Man, this was just this was the one that put. It's hard to. I go back and forth on which one I like better, King Solomon's Mines or Alan mm-hmm. Quarterman Lost City of Gold. Yeah. This one was really good mainly because of him. He played like this. He was in like a leopard loincloth cro- through the mm-hmm. whole movie and had a battle axe and he was just right-hand man to Richard Chamberlain in this and Sharon Stone and just he was the comic relief, he was the muscle, he was yeah, awesome. He, he brought a lot of great stuff to Alan Quarterman. That was a fun movie. Uh coming to America, everyone knows him King
1: there. King
0: Juffy Jaffer the yeah. 3rd. You don't Ugh.
2: sleep with your uh, with your uh, bathers. I know I do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, love them that. Love three fugitives. That's another movie I don't think a lot of people ever talk about. Is what's the premise of That's that one? That's Martin Short is a bank robber and takes Nick Nolte hostage. With and the little Martin girl, Short, it's got a little girl That's that he's right. trying to take care of, and he needed money yeah. for it. And now they're in cahoots together because. Nick Nolte is a former bank robber, uh-huh. and so he just happens to rob the bank where Nick Nolte goes to cash his like, prison check-in. Oh, God. And then uh, James Earl Jones and Alan Ruck, who's uh, Cameron from Ferris Bueller, uh-huh. don't trust him. They think that he's going to go to the bank to rob it. So they're right. outside and they realize the bank's getting robbed. Holy shit, he's oh doing God. it. And Nick Nolte is so pissed off this whole movie. So the whole movie he's just like grabbing Martin Short and throwing him against a wall and doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Remember Nick Nolte gets shot in the leg and they have to bring him to the vet. <laughs> and the vet <laughs> sticks the big bone in his mouth. Man, it was fun, man. That's I loved fun. it. fun.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that one a few times.
2: Field of Dreams, everyone loved him in Field of Dreams. Oh, I was yeah, never I mean, a huge Field of Dreams fan. Eh. It's another movie I think I need to rewatch.
0: It's, I mean, it's a fantastic movie. It's, yeah. It's a
2: fantastic movie. But yeah. he had a big 1989, man. Look at that. Three Fugitives, Field of Dreams, and Best of the Best. Oh, wow. I don't remember him in Best of the Best. Oh, he was the coach. Yeah, I think, or the recruiter. Was he a coach or the recruiter? I think he was the coach. Man, I think he coach. was the head coach. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, people forget he was in the three Jack Ryan movies, the ones before Aflac. Uh, Afflack. Ben Affleck, <laughs> yeah. is that what they call him? Is uh, that what his name is now? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Hunt for October, Patriot Games, and Clear Prince of Danger. He was awesome in that mm. as the just the heavy in that movie. I loved him in the end of Sneakers. The final in scene the in van? Sneakers. No, at the uh, when they catch him coming back into their offices, and he's already in there with the team, ready to arrest everybody. Uh-huh. But he he makes them promises. Uh, to give each one of them something, uh-huh. remember, and they have to go through. Dan Aykroyd wants a van, and he, uh, and they, River Phoenix wants a date with one of the FBI.
0: Oh girls yeah, that's and right. Yeah. And, and she's like, "You can have anything you yeah, want to date yeah, yeah. me." Yeah,
2: it was fun, man. He was great in that Sandlot. He had a very similar kind of feel. The dreams, just kind yeah. of great moment in Sandlot. Meteor yeah. Man, <laughs> I know Ugh. you're a Meteor Man, dude. Fan. I
0: love Meteor Man, dude. He, I, he must have been. Uh... He must have been. Oh, who's the comedian that's in that? It must uh, have been. The yeah, gal. Robert. Uh, Bunch of Roberts. We can't remember their damn man. Names what the hell's today. going on with Robert?
2: I don't know. It, I think it is Robert too.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, but
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> the uh, meteor man. Yeah, I exactly. think there's generations of people that just know him as the uh, the lion and Lion King. What was the head lion and Lion King? Simba. No, that's the kid. Oh. Oh, um, Mufasa is the uh, is Mufasa. The, Mufasa is that the is that him or is that yeah? The evil he's
0: one? no Jeremy the, Irons. Jeremy Irons was Scar. Okay, so yeah. it's Mufasa. Yeah. yeah,
2: Mufasa. I hated that stupid movie. <laughs> Even worse than that, I hated like the Disney like live action circus sleigh oh, kind I, of thing.
0: I saw the movie <laughs> and I think I said this previously. Lion King was like. Right when I tapped out of Disney. It's
2: the music. The music killed it, man. I loved The Lion King, but... Other than the singing
0: yeah a, it's like Aladdin you know.
2: I unless Robin Williams is saying don't play it yeah I want to yeah I can't I own so many Disney movies I own like 26 Disney movies <sighs> and I don't own the Lion King Aladdin and Little Mermaid those oh, are yeah. like the three that are just killers to yeah. me I can't I can't do it I have to borrow Bambi sometime I like Bambi no, I like Bambi. <laughs> it's, it's one of the first sing, movies I saw in the, uh, in the theater in man
0: yeah me too I remember that
2: I said killers. You get to know how, you get to know what fire is when you're young. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you got Thumper and your friends. What do you yeah, care? Yeah. <laughs> she was holding you back. Right. Uh, Judge Dredd, man. Judge Dredd, he was just the narrator for it. Oh. Yeah, okay. He was really good as the narrator in that. Gang related, I love gang related. No one talks about gang related, man. That's the uh Tupac and James James Belushi. James Lucci. Yeah. yeah. And also Dennis Quaid. Oh wow. Dennis Quaid's yeah. the guy they they try to pin the murder on and he turns out to be like a millionaire that's been lost oh, <laughs> shit. for like years and then they find him and they were like, this guy didn't do that murder. Yeah. Oh man, that was a great, it was a great movie about dirty cops. I'm not sure who James Earl Jones played God, that. I, I
0: barely remember that one but I'm positive I saw it. I'm gonna have to watch that one again.
2: Yeah. And then he was also, he made his appearance in Coming to America too. Yeah, that's He's right. He's gotta be getting up there in age, man. That was 2021. So yeah. I'm not sure how old James Earl Jones was but I mean, he was in Dr. Strangelove, and I'm not sure we got any—he might be the only person still alive that was in Dr. Strangelove. Probably. Because, yeah, George C. Scott's gone. Uh, Peter Sellers is gone. Hayden—Sterling uh, Hayden's gone. Yeah, I think he is the only one left from uh, Dr. Strangelove. Slim Pickens. He's 90. He's 90, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's getting up there. All right, now we got this next guy here, man, and this guy is the the lowest amount of movies. He's only done 25, but we only got six on here, but he's made such an impact on it that we can't leave him off for sure, and that's the fabulous John Cryer. What
0: happened? It's my eyes. I've got walleye vision. Isn't there something that can be done? Well, there's a delicate corneal inversion procedure, a multi optopupaloptomy but in order to keep from damaging the eye sockets, they've got to go into the rectum. Ain't no man going to take that route with me. All I really like think about when I think about him is the blonde like streaks that he put in his hair. <laughs> and oh,
2: that, from hiding out? From hiding out, <laughs> yeah. but
0: also from
2: Superman. Yeah, that's true. He went crazy kind of... Man, he was he was the only good thing about that piece of shit. The men 4, the Quest for Peace is definitely... I'm not sure what the IMDB rating is, but it's really low. <laughs> <laughs> they were not forgiving on that. Yeah. You, you would have thought... I mean, he went to TV. That's kind of the big thing with him. He was on Two and a Half Men for so many years. I think it was eight, nine seasons or anything, something like that. Mm-hmm. And when he started out in Pretty in Pink, I loved him as Ducky in Pretty in Pink. And Mm -hmm. everyone thought he was going to be huge, and he was, like, the comic relief in that movie. Uh, I always thought that he was the reason that, like, a lot of dudes were watching that movie back in the day (laughs) because it was kind of centered around Molly Ringwald Mm -hmm. kind of finding love and everything. Right. Uh, But I thought his character was awesome. But Hiding Out, I was always thrilled that you even know what Hiding Out is. Dude, I love that movie, Because that is a random movie. That is a a total random movie that I was – Always was a huge. Fan so of.
0: he was like the accountant or something like that. Yeah, it was for like the
2: guy who could uh, who could figure the books out for the mob. Yeah, and then he had to. He wasn't in like uh, a formal witness protection. He was doing it himself. Yeah, he decided, hey, I'm going to. And it's weird that he went to a relative's house. It didn't make much sense. Yeah. that he went to a relative's well, house.
0: Well, they they did find him. Yeah, but
2: that's true. That's why he yeah. went to a realtor. Yeah, do that. and he did change his look because at the beginning of the movie he wore like glasses and he had dark hair. Yeah. And he uh, carried his briefcase and he had a beard wore a too. Suit and everything. And had the beard and yeah. then. Uh, he was tried they almost killed him on like the like the subway ramp or something yeah I remember he got on there and then he went into a random kind of convenience store remember he went into the bathroom yep. with the hair dye yep. and like shirts and stuff and he came out looking like more like what John crier looks like absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah
0: and I mean they must have have just put a wig on him or something yeah, like that because his hair had to have been like that either because let's see because they both came out in '87. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. one weird. was for the other. Yeah, so yeah. he must have he must have been shooting hiding out before Quest for Peace. Maybe
2: because his hair beforehand, he was probably just a wig. Yeah, he, he was only in a couple scenes where he was right. you know, was dark. Yeah, and he was playing a lot older than he was supposed to be. Uh, I think he was supposed to be a lot older than he actually was. Yeah. I mean, I think he was supposed to be like a thirty-five year old, and chances are, he was probably twenty-five when he did it.
0: Well, let's see. He was born in sixty-five.
2: Uh, 65, 75, 85, Yeah. Yeah. He's like 22 in hiding out. Yeah. Playing like a 35 year old. Right. Yeah. And because his, his cousin was the kid from adventures of babysitting. Oh really? Yeah. It was the, yeah, yeah. It was the kid from adventures of babysitting. I'm pretty sure the kid who was, they didn't want to eat chocolate because he was going to break out and he was obsessed with, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh, okay. Um, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I loved hiding out, man. It was oh, a great. Yeah, it dude. was a. It was like a high school movie where he just got to go back to high school, almost yeah. like never been kissed. Or it's one of yeah. those movies that, like, returning to high school was a well, big thing. And uh, I remember, just one of the guys.
0: I remember him hanging out in like the little playhouse in the back, yep. like for a while. Like that's where he was like hiding before he came up with his new identity yeah. that said he was like, what do he say he was. He,
2: he was a transfer student or something. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know where they said he was from, but yeah. his cousin was kind of marching him in there. But then, then he was going to the prom and dating girls and yeah. going to dance. And he was like, after a while, he was like, this is not right. Especially since we're watching it and you've already established this guy's supposed to be like 35. And yeah. And he's creeping on this 16-year-old. Yeah, dude. No, now that I think about this movie, can that be done That and Soul Man. Yeah, no kidding, dude. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, once Hot Shots came out, people oh, were like, oh, my God, John he, Cryer, was so he was so great. What was, what was his name? Washout. Washout. Yeah. <laughs> he had the big goggles, man, that uh, had the fish in him at, it at yeah. the end and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. I thought it was great. Let's take the guy who flunked out of flight school and can't see shit. Let's yeah. make him the guy who the radar like the guy. radar detective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're uh, all clear. Yeah. Bring it on in. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, now, I, I don't remember Holy Man. That's now, the Eddie Murphy one. Yeah, and I really like that Really? Movie. Yeah, I thought what it was, was really that, what good. What was the premise of that? I don't even remember. Um, let me was it kind of like a Leap of Faith where he was like a con man, or was it like a real deal thing? Because that was the problem. With Eddie Murphy, unlike a lot of other comedians, I did not necessarily watch every movie he was in because he was in a lot of garbage.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he really was. Yeah, well, you know. This uh, so this was like ninety eight. This was one of the last things that he did. I think that wasn't like a kids, a kids movie yeah. or something like the that. The kids
2: movie stuff I get. I, yeah, I get he's doing it for his kids. So
0: I mean, dude, it's it's a sentimental movie. Huh. Like it's it's pretty good. Um, the movie starts. Eddie Murphy is just walking down the highway, you know, in kind of like a white robe type thing. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Um, y- you would think he was going to do yoga or tai chi yeah. or something like that. And I'm almost positive Jeff Goldblum's car breaks down. And Jeff Goldblum is like a TV producer, but he's just had...
2: Oh, I know what this premise is. Yeah, he starts... I remember the trailer now that you're talking about.
0: Yeah, so he's had like a string of real bad luck, and he's kind of on the verge of getting Mm -hmm. fired. And Eddie Murphy, who plays G, um, just kind of shows up and just Mm. helps him. And things just start happening really well in his life you know and then he kind of becomes selfish about it it's like Uh, the love guru (laughs) yeah kind of um except for you know like eddie murphy just kind of disappears Hmm. you know so um yeah i'm pretty
2: sure i haven't seen it at all it's a good movie now the sixth one we had on here because i didn't put all 25 of his movies on here but these these were the big ones uh that most people will know and the uh, that last one there, the uh, due date, which was good. That was a Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert um, Downey Jr. Jr. kind of like buddy comedy movie. It yeah. was Yeah,
0: I've seen it and like thought, oh, I need to watch that. If you like never... Zach, you'd love it. Oh yeah, well yeah. I like both of them. Yeah, you know?
2: I love Zach Galifianakis. We got into Baskets, the TV show. Man, oh, we loved I... Baskets. Yeah, man. It was I was so good, that. man. Louis Anderson was so good in that too. What was that on? But uh, FX. Oh okay, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love Zach. You gotta like Zach Galifianakis. Like he does his weird characters. Yeah. And this one, he had he was doing one of the weird characters that ha- carried around that little dog, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just hilarious. That was around kind of the same time where we did like the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, was just a hilarious. A oh man, movie. I wonder if people know about the campaign. That's a great movie too, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John Cryer and I. I still don't think he has done his best movie yet, man. He's still going to come back and be doing stuff. I mean, oh yeah, he's definitely a TV actor for the most part. Like mm. he went from two and a half. Men right over to play lex Luthor on the supergirl or oh sure. really it's either supergirl or, or it's the new superman i'm hmm. not sure i know he plays lex Luthor. he looks good he's got like that beard that just stops like right here and yeah. the rest of his head's bald and everything mm-hmm. and i could see him playing diabolical yeah you know? <laughs> absolutely so yeah i'm interested to see what movies he comes up like later in his career all right, this next actor here, man. He John Cryer got the lowest amount of movies on the list, and this guy got the highest one on here, man. Always a great actor. I've got like so many on here that uh, we don't have to obviously talk about them all, but I just wanted to, to throw. We got like twenty nine crazy, like big time movies. I mean, these are big time movies. Harvey Keitel must be swimming in it, man. I bet. <laughs> all right, I, I'm ruining the thing here. Let me get my intro going. All right, <laughs> so this next guy, 151 movies. The great Harvey Keitel. If I'm curt with you, it's because time is a factor. I think fast, I talk fast, and I need you guys to act fast if you want to get out of this.
0: So pretty please, with sugar on top, clean the fucking car. That's all you had to fucking say.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't say the wolf was coming. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard for me to decide what I would. my mind goes to first when I think that's Harvey exact, Keitel. That's
0: exactly where mine mind goes. Really? Yeah of fucking It goes to the wolf, huh? Yeah.
2: I think mine goes Reservoir Dogs first as Mr. White. Yeah. I think Mr. White, he had so many great dial- screaming dialogues in that. I mean, really, all these movies I think about a lot when I think about God, of his character in
0: Reservoir Dogs. Wow, dude. Yeah. Wow.
2: It's so good. Uh, have you seen Bad Lieutenant same year? 1990? No, I haven't. You
0: guys have talked about it. And it's disturbing. I, yeah, <laughs> That's probably why I haven't seen it's it.
2: It's one of the most disturbing movies ever that you don't want. Is it you like, can't recommend people to watch.
0: What is the lieutenant thing? Is it an army movie? No, he's, it, he's a, a crooked cop.
2: Uh-huh. crooked. Oh, okay. Like, really bad. Yeah. Then there's some famous scenes in the movie. And one of the more famous scenes I'll talk about is he he's like, he's a drug addict, he's a gambler, he's killed people, he's yeah. horrible. They did a remake of it called uh, Bad Lieutenant or Port something. of Port of New Orleans yeah. and it was Nick Cage. Oh, really? And he was good. He was good in it. Sea pig. And it was a lot... Of, yeah, well, when it comes out on Redbox, I'll see everything. Yeah. Uh, but the... Uh, the great thing with uh, bad lieutenants, the scene everyone uh, thinks of, and it's so disturbing, is he pulls these two girls over, and he is so out of his mind. Just You don't know if he comes in contact with someone, if he's going to kill them, or if yeah. he's going to do something, and he's just using his badge for all the horrible things. Ugh. He pulls these girls over, and he makes one of them. He holds a gun on him. I'm like, already uncomfortable. He holds a gun on one of them while he makes her show his ass, and the other girl has to, like, rubber boobs and he jerks off in front of them oh, and God. you just see like the semen hit the glass oh, and everything and you're God. like what the fuck am I what I think this is a Warner Herzog movie it might be uh, and there's like a uh, a nun is raped on the altar in one scene it's just like one disturbing thing after another yeah. but you're like captivated with it but, and he's great in it yeah. and it's one of the many movies where he did total like uh, nude scenes he was mm-hmm. nude in the piano and uh. he was nude in this movie I'm not sure how many other movies it was uh. we don't want to see Harvey nude no no <laughs> <laughs> nor any of that other at shit. any age in yeah. this <laughs> you know people think the wolf uh with pulp fiction i think they they're overlooking a very similar role for uh and in, in my opinion might even be on par with it is the point of no return as the cleaner oh yeah dude when he shows it's, up at the dude, end it's, it's, it's continuous he he says like three or four lines. Yeah, She's not dead. Yeah, <laughs> That's one when he puts the sulfuric acid in oh, there. He starts dissolving right. the yeah. body. He oh, just man. shows up to, to dissolve a body and yeah. to get rid of it and everything. Oh. And then he was hired to kill her at the end. And it yeah. was such a great movie. He just came in with those horn room glasses yeah, on. Yeah, no, and I mean... And he I, just owned
0: it. Yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, like, this is a total, like, Easter egg. This whole portion of this movie is yeah. a total Easter egg. Like, you know, because it was it was the same fucking thing. Like, yeah, and it fuck. was
2: before Pulp Fiction. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, ninety three came out before it. Huh, interesting. Uh so he goes back a ways. Mean Streets was such a great movie that a lot of people don't realize, uh or I've seen it. It's the Martin Scorsese's first He's basically right out of like UCLA. Mm-hmm. And uh he got his uh a lot of his friends to uh he he helped finance it and I'm pretty sure Harvey helped too. He was the star of it and it obviously kicked off De Niro's career and it was like a huge thing. And then Marty used him several times in a lot of these different movies. Marty uh, loves Harvey Keitel, even up until, like, 2019, where he put him in The Irishman, which is awesome, man. I had, I I had gone a while without that. seeing him. I mean, we saw him in Moonrise Kingdom. and It's weird how he kind of connects to certain directors, mm-hmm. and he just kind of sticks with them. Because Scorsese did Mean Streets, Taxi Driver. uh the Last Temptation of Christ was him, and then he went to Quentin Tarantino and did a whole bunch of movies, and then he went to Wes Anderson when he was doing Moonrise Kingdom and the Grand Budapest. Mm-hmm. There's is Lansky that's his last movie on there. It looks really good. He plays Meyer Lansky, the gangster. Oh, really? And I'm, I'm not sure it's even available yet. I saw the trailer for it, and it hmm. looks awesome. So hmm. definitely check that out. Hell yeah. Do you remember him in Taxi Driver? I don't. He played the pimp. He played the pimp on the side of the... Uh, uh, road that was like screaming at De Niro and he was the one who was pimping out young Jody Foster and mm-hmm. everything and he kills him at the end, he shoots him in the uh it was like the first, before De Niro goes in and does that whole bloodbath in the hotel he shoots right. Harvey in the stomach Huh. the duels was good too, that was Ridley Scott, that was where him and I think Keith Carradine, I always get my Carradines confused I think it's him and Keith Carradine are like dueling, like gun duels like, like four or five times in the movie they hate each other so much I've, what's interesting with Wise Guys, Wise Guys and Sister Act it almost plays like the same character. Really? He plays a guy that's in like Vegas who is like a, a somewhat higher level in the mob that's kind of helping somebody hide. He was uh-huh. in the Wise Guys. He was helping Danny DeVito and Joe Piscopo hide. And then in uh, Sister Act, he played that same character, but he was going at trying going to find uh, yeah, yeah. Whoopi, Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else on here? Is a big movie. Uh, Bugsy, I kind of think that he was a big uh, gangster in that movie, too. I'm not sure who he played, though. I'm trying to remember who he was in Copland. Uh, Oh, Copland. He was the main guy. He was the bad guy, man, that Stallone went after at the end. He was the head of the whole family of mobsters that uh, De Niro was trying to take down. Who was the kid they were hiding? Uh Superboy that was uh was it Michael Rappaport? Rap- Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then okay. Robert Patrick was in it. Yeah. He was one of the other guys and it yeah, he was the head of the uh the family basically. He was great in it. He got great death scene at the end of that movie. I loved him in U five seven one. I haven't seen U five seven one in so long. I never saw that. God, already. I loved yeah. him in From Dust Till Dawn. Ninety six From Dust Till Dawn as the father oh, of yeah, Juliet dude. Lewis the and that preacher? black kid oh, as the preacher God, who just so had like a somewhat background that we weren't familiar with. Yeah. I don't think we ever found out what no, his I don't think complete so background was. But yeah. he turned into be a badass yeah. when he had to. I haven't seen that in forever, nah, man. I need to watch one. that like yeah. this Halloween or something. Shit, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah, one of my favorite movies on my top fifty movies. It's probably one of the movies people don't realize would Little be on Nikki. my. <laughs> 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 no, it's a movie people wouldn't think would be on my top fifty. But I have a huge love for Rising Sun, mm. the Wesley Snipes Sean, Sean Connery movie. Yeah, and he played a great. I read the book like right before I saw the movie, so maybe that's one of the reasons I right. liked it so much. And uh, he played the kind of asshole cop at the beginning that was just sarcastic and just joking around and fucking around during the whole kind of uh, inquiry into the Japanese hotel and everything. And I thought he was awesome in it. Uh, yeah, little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> he played the devil, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Now, Last Temptation of Christ, he played Judas Iscariot. Uh, he was in January Man. Um, the Two Jakes was the sequel to Chinatown. He was really good in that. Do you remember Mortal Thoughts? No, the, I keep
0: misreading it as Mortal Kombat. No, to Mortal, myself, he was not in Mortal he was Kombat. Not, he was not sub zero.
2: <laughs> Mortal Thoughts was the Bruce Willis Demi Moore where he's like the abusive husband and he kills she kills him and they gotta like hide the fact that they kill him. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, but I'm not sure how many times I've seen it after that.
0: Who was he in National Treasure?
2: I've only seen that like once, yeah. so I can't tell you who he was in that. I own it, I know that. I bet you he was the bad guy. Thelman Louise, I think he was one of the cops. hmm Uh what else we got on? Red here? Dragon? Red Dragon, yeah, I'm wondering who he was. He must have been a cop yeah, in Red I mean, Dragon. Who
0: else could he be? Yeah.
2: The Irishman, I loved him and he just looked awesome yeah. in it. Yeah,
0: he's either a cleaner, a gangster, or a cop. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Like but I'll believe him in any one of them. He's still like, killing yeah. it,
2: man. And He was always one of those guys, you know, that he had done so much and he could have been just as big as, like, De Niro in a lot of his movies. But he he really did kind of settle in really well as a character. 151 movies, though. I mean, yeah, you can you rack up some shit. Nothing
0: to fucking shake a stick at. All
2: right, this next guy, man. I love this guy. Also very recognizable. I'm going to fuck his name up, but he's really great. He's 47 movies under his thing, and it's Mikeita Williamson. Bubba's family knew everything they was to know about the shrimping business.
1: I know everything there is to know about the shrimping business.
2: Matter of fact, I'm going into the shrimping business for myself after I get out the army.
0: Yeah, no, he's great. And I see him in, like, random things, and I usually don't realize that it's him. Like, because, you know, he doesn't... Yeah. I'll always remember him as Bubba Gump. Uh, you I know what I mean? That. Um, it, for me, that's one of those characters that, like... I'm sorry that you, it's going to follow you forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because that character was so great, I mean, dude. I
2: loved him, loved him. And this is a movie that i other than Dave, I don't, I think I've ever met anyone who's ever even seen it. Mm. it is 1988's Miracle Mile. I love Miracle Mile. It's uh, with Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards is outside a diner one night, and uh, the phone rings, and he answers it, and it's supposed to be for somebody else. And the guy on the other end of the phone says that the the missiles are on their way. They need to get to the safety. They, uh, uh, it's all happening, uh, and uh, nuclear war is on its way. And then Ant- Anthony Anderson says, what are you talking about? Is this a joke? And the guy on the other end of the phone is like, who is this? Yeah. Who is this? Don't, yeah. oh, my God, I meant to call someone else. He's, he says don't mention this to anybody and then he goes into the diner where it's a whole bunch of other different characters the guy running the diner is the main black guy from robocop the cop uh-huh. the uh the loud talking kind of uh no nonsense yeah, cop. yeah he's like in the diner and uh i'm trying to think who else was in this movie well definitely uh uh Mike Kiki and uh but he wasn't in the scene yet, so he he's talking to the people at the diner. He says, "I just got the weirdest phone call out there," and they said, "That yeah. can't be true." Yeah, and then some of them, one of them, oh one was the wife from uh, Pet Cemetery. The See, if, they had,
0: if they'd had their smartphone, they'd have been. Fine. They did.
2: She well, she had like a cell phone. She was a lawyer. The uh, the wife from uh, Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. and she's like, "Well, I'm going to call this person," and she couldn't get through to him and everything. And they all start realizing that this might actually be true. So they Damn. end up. Uh, getting a whole bunch of shit and then Anthony Anderson's just had just met a girl had their first date together and so he needs to go to their like her sky rise and get her into safety before they uh, before the bombs come which wow. may not even be happening we right. don't know yeah. we're watching chaos in the streets slowly happen because how word is getting around yeah. and at one point he gets hooked up with um, uh uh here and he is uh he says, "You gotta let me bring my girlfriend." And they he stops, and they end up teaming up, and he gets his girlfriend. But he ends up crashing a car into like this like mall, mm. and then the cops are all over the place. It was an exciting movie, man. Sounds but it like was it. it was like a it must have been low budget because they were only following certain actors at yeah. certain times, man. So did the bomb drop? want to spoil that, huh? I do, man. Man, it was a great scene at the end, too, because they're on the roof of the building. Yeah. And Kurt Fuller, who's awesome, we've talked about him on Character Actors before, he's the guy from uh, Wayne's World that they gotta disarm. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's really funny. He's very recognizable, too. He's on the top of the building, and he's lost his mind at this point, and he's drank a whole bunch, and he's uh, taken his half his clothes off, t- uh, and he's screaming, and in the distance, you see the bombs coming towards him oh, and everything, shit. and it was one of those like crazy endings that just the bombs hit and yeah. the screen Done. went white yeah you're like oh shit yeah i just caught it randomly one night on hbo and it I sounds it.
0: fucking cool though
2: what else you got for him
0: um let's see i dude Con i can't air for sure yeah oh definitely with the uh him and
2: wilford brimley with the diabetes <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah he was uh, right next to uh nick cage he yeah. was nick cage's buddy yeah he was the one that needed a shot right go see pig
0: um, yeah, 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 he was, the, <laughs> he was the one, yeah, um, he had diabetes yeah, yeah. if he didn't get his shot. Ah, wrong. I got where you were going with yeah, that yeah. now. See? <laughs> See? I know Takes stuff. me a while, <laughs> I get <it> back on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember who he was in Wildcats, cause I fucking, I Oh, love he must have been one of the
2: players. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, that's. Delta Force, Streets of Fire, so he, he's worked with some heavies too. Streets of Fire is, uh, is Walter Hill, Wildcats, uh, the First Power, God. Oh I wow I Baron. need to watch that movie Lou Diamond
0: Lou Diamond Phillips yeah. I I used to have that on VHS and oh, yeah, I, I used VHS. to watch it a lot yeah.
2: like a premise has been done several times yeah. and they're all pretty good actually but this was one of the it's, ones... It was a that's good one, dude. It's good. Was it yeah. 92? Nope. <laughs> 1990. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he got huge with, with Bubba Gump, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and he's probably still raking in residual checks for that. Oh, yeah. But he was on the Free Willy boat, at least for two of the movies here. Oh, wow. Uh, I never saw Free Willy. I saw the first one yeah I never saw the first one it was cute and Michael Jackson had a song to it (laughs) I loved him in Heat Heat was a big one a Michael Mann picture for him in 95 still never seen that oh I know I totally forgot about that or I'd have been giving you shit earlier about it (laughs) that's a great movie one of the best bank heists ever put on I've seen that scene so yeah,
0: I, I've seen that.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and Bubba there, he, he ended up playing uh, one of the cops. He was, so he was on the Pacino side mm-hmm. of it because half the movie you were on the Pacino side or you were on the De Niro criminal side yeah. and everything. And, yeah, he was on with Pacino. Really great. Uh, waiting to Exhale, Three Kings, man. Three Kings is one of those movies that I, I like, but I hate the director so much so I don't end up going back to it a lot. <laughs> uh, but he was so good. Uh, wh- who was he in Three Kings. He must have been on the uh, on the squad with him. I'm pretty sure he was on the squad with Mark Wahlberg. And uh, Yeah, he
0: must not have had a very large role. No, though.
2: probably. Eh, no, maybe not. I don't know. You'd have to look him up. Like I said, I haven't seen it in forever. I'm not sure who he played Ali if he would have played a historical character or not, because uh, yeah. he very well could have. The assassination of Richard Nixon I've only seen once, but it was really good. That was the one with Sean Penn. Who uh who was kind of a down and out he he played a very falling down esque mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. and he thought that he had to kill Richard Nixon. And uh-huh. it, it was really, uh, really, really good. Lucky he, number Slevin too was another one of those movies that people sleep on and they forget yeah, oh, about dude That's a fun movie. I
0: remember him in that too, because he was he was one of the like gangsters that came to uh abduct um what's the what's Josh the, Harnett? Yeah, yeah. And he kept Josh Harnett kept trying to tell him like I'm not the guy, you know, that you're looking for, and he'd just be like, "You're the guy that's in the apartment of the guy (laughs) that we're looking for, so it's you." And like, they just they kept having that exact same conversation over and over and over throughout like his portion of the movie in the beginning. You know, it's so fucking funny, dude. Uh, He he kind of talks like Bubba.
2: Uh, a couple of those final ones I had never seen, like the Final Destination. Did you ever see the I don't know the, the I latter one. Saw, I
0: saw the I newer, saw the first three.
2: Yeah, but didn't they do a remake? That was too it. Long I ago? think I think that was the Final Destination, wasn't it? Oh, maybe I. They did They just see called that. it the Final Destination. Wait a minute, that couldn't have been twelve years ago. Maybe but, uh, time flies. God The Pur- it. I haven't seen any of the Purge movies, not a single one. I've I I hear people talk about the election year one as being decent. I've seen most of them. Oh, really? Are um, they good? I, The first one good? They're they're all on par. You know what I mean? The first one, they at least had... uh, What's his name in it, though? Yeah. Uh, The guy from uh, White Fang. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, No, I, I mean, the first one was decent. They're... They're violent movies, you know that basically all follow the same plot. It's yeah. just
2: like you what you don't want to happen in real life, yeah, pretty basically. much, yeah, it's almost you know, an like... argument to be a gun owner, yeah, because yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I know the premise, obviously, yeah,
0: so that was the purge election year, and now they just put out uh the forever Purge. so
2: it's a, it's the new song I don't, you know it's yeah, just...
0: I don't think I saw maybe I did, I don't know. Hmm.
2: Yeah, and he was in Fences. That's the Denzel Washington movie that got all the awards and everything. Mm. And I apparently wanted him so bad. I was going to say, 20. what's number 20? Like That's The Invisible Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know what he's uh, got done coming up. But, man, I always loved him, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right, this next guy, I love this guy. These last two I love so much. They're two of my favorite actors of all time. I just love them, especially that last one. But this one too, this was one actor that I always loved even when I was super young and I followed him a lot through his career. That is the fabulous done 75 movies and that's the fabulous Will Patton. I'm giving you a chance at a life that means something. A life worth living.
0: I love his voice. He's got a
2: great, he's like, got, commanding voice that is scary. Like, and he's when he is direct, got,
0: he's also got
2: that country twang. Yep.
0: Let don't don't let
2: it get past you. Yeah. Like he just, it, it's just, you believe him when he when he delivers a line. Yeah, yeah, and I think I first came to know him on No Way Out. I loved No Way Out. That hmm. was a that was the Kevin Costner Gene Hackman movie where they're uh, they there's a uh, Kevin Costner gets connected to a murder and he's like right he's working the case itself so he has to kind of figure out who the actual killer is before he gets implicated into mm-hmm. it and Will Patton was like the right hand man for Gene Ackman and there's such an intense scene with Will Patton at the end and it's He always has a great scene where he screams uh, like an Armageddon. He screams one more minute. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or he does it in the Postman, which is probably my favorite thing he's ever done. Mm -hmm. I loved the Postman. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the Postman. I liked it.
0: I've only seen it a couple of times. He was
2: kind of the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bad guy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And it was good. Rewatch the post. Yeah, That's One of those movies that everyone thinks, you know, is like, oh, it's just another Waterworld. Exactly. It got, I love Waterworld too. I though. do too. So, I, I don't know why it
0: got dubbed like that, though. Yeah. Did, I don't know if it was Costner's next movie that he like. I think again, they just
2: like to shit on Costner for some reason. I don't know why. Back in didn't... the day, people used to shit on Costner and shit on Val Kilmer. I don't get either of those. Yeah, like I mean, oh, Have you heard about stuff. Val Kilmer's new? Um, yeah, he's got something coming.
0: Yeah, they they did it at Cannes. They showed it at Cannes. It's a it's a documentary about his life and like that's awesome so I, definitely watched that. I, I saw like a trailer for it and when he was young and like hanging out with all the people that were his age and in the movies and mm-hmm. everything like that he was the first person he knew to go and get a video camera oh really so he has thousands of hours of footage like on real genius all and all of, that yeah stuff. you know of all the stuff that he did oh, man, so exciting. they're putting it together and like there's, you know, the he's trying yeah, he's to talk. The, yeah, he's using you know the voice I mean? thing. Yeah, and so like, um, dude, I can't wait. Like, yeah, but if they you're said not familiar,
2: Val Kimmler has had uh, throat cancer. Yeah. and uh, he's recovering yeah. uh, from it, but he's he's using one of the voice devices. The
0: thing that I saw was like they said that he was like shedding tears over the fact that like oh, yeah. he can't talk. You know, like and then uh, everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can know? you even wash the doors oh, any, God, anymore with, uh, yeah. if you were
2: him? Uh, but yeah, let's go back to Will Patton. Dude, he's great. I loved him, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a, some movies on here that I really like, but I think, I think he probably got really, I think people realized he was in different movies, but not until Armageddon, which became like a phenomenon. Yeah. That was, he known as like, you know, Bruce Willis's right hand man, Yeah. you know, on that, but no way out was one of the first ones. A shock to the system. I absolutely love. And no one knows about that movie either. That was a Michael Caine one where he's, uh, it's kind of a thriller comedy where he's uh, he kills his wife mm-hmm. and then gets the taste for it and starts killing other people randomly oh, and, and covering it up. And it's really funny huh. how he tries to get away with it. The rapture was disturbing as shit. I've <laughs> never heard of that. That was Mimi Rogers, and she was a diehard Christian. And she thought the rapture was happening, and end up murdering her children all like Susan Smith style. Oh fuck! Uh, and then when the rapture didn't happen, when she thought it was gonna happen, and, and then I think they actually made it happen in the movie, but it lost me after she killed the kids. Yeah, and it was just a disturbing movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Wow. Romeo is bleeding. I love Romeo's bleeding. Never. I, That's I, a I've Gary heard Oldman. uh uh-huh. Gary Oldman. He's like a shady cop, who and uh, Will Patton also plays a cop in it, and he's really good in it too and uh gary oldman's like just trying to stash cash for his family and everything so he just is willingly a crooked cop and works with the mob and, mm. and like will point out this is where people are go kill them and yeah as long as cops don't get killed I'm, i don't have a problem with it and then the mob wants uh this the, the great sultry act uh actress uh, lena olin i think she's swedish but you would swear she was spanish mm. uh and she is like a Badass, seductress, kind of like Basic Instinct, but a badass. Where she's like, uh, she's got like one arm in the movie, and she's using her body to to get what she wants, and has got Gary Oldman wrapped around her finger, man. Really? But she's like a wild woman. There's a great scene where he, he ends up shooting her in the stomach and puts her in the back seat, kind of like Tim Roth style from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, and she's handcuffed, and she. Uh, puts her legs in like her, uh, she's wearing like lingerie through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she puts her legs over and starts crushing Gary Oldman's uh, neck while he's driving oh, until he smashes into the uh, to a light pole. Wow. And she just like veers back and kicks the back window open and leaps out of it and everything Holy and runs shit. down the street. She's a badass Damn. in this movie, man. Uh, so yeah, Will Patton was great in that. I absolutely loved that they got him for the Halloween movie
0: oh yeah as dude. the Is chief the of police
2: yeah, yeah or the oh. sheriff yeah so good man
0: yeah man he was so fucking good in that I
2: loved him in Gone in 60 Seconds he plays that great right hand man yeah he, you know he's like Nick Cage, Nick Cage's best buddy in that movie yeah. and Remember the Titans Remember
0: the Titans he was fucking incredible the, the in that the father
2: movie. of that little girl uh, the Hayden uh, Pateria yeah and uh, opposite like Denzel those guys were awesome yeah. uh. man love, I love Remember the Titans oh, such geez. a great such a good fucking such movie such a great sports movie too Uh, Jesus' Son's a great movie that no one talks about with... uh, Damn, what's the guy from uh, The Big Fish? Billy Crudup. One of the first things Billy Crudup ever did. He was also the guy from Almost Famous. Oh, okay. One on the uh, roof of the house. Yeah. I'm a golden god. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Billy Crudup is awesome in uh, Jesus' Son. Very indie movie. Entrapment. I don't remember who he was in Entrapment. I don't either. He must have been the
0: cop going after him.
2: Yeah, some of his other movies... That's who
0: he was. He was... uh... Catherine Zeta Jones is like handler. Interesting. Yeah.
2: He almost disappeared. Like, yeah. I mean, the Punisher, the 04, is that the Thomas Jane one? It has to be the Thomas it's Jane be. one. Yeah. Uh, that was like the last time I think anyone saw him, and he had disappeared. And I remember seeing him for the first time in Halloween. I was like, holy yeah. fuck, it's Will Patton. Yeah. I'm sure he was doing TV or something. He's probably stayed busy. Let's but that Minari doing. is that uh, 2020. That was the movie that I really wanted to see that they never released before the Oscars, so I never got to see it. So oh, really? I'm sure it's available now to watch. Hmm. So yeah, he, I guess he started Desperately Seeking Susan, After Hours, which is that great random Scorsese movie. Uh, what else am I missing here? The Client, The Puppet Masters. I love The Puppet Masters. I've people. never seen that one. I always get it's, it confused with, with Puppet, Puppet, Puppet Master. Master. Yeah. yeah, people all get it confused. Puppet which Master is the one that's that more like uh, an alien gets on the back of your neck and can control you. Oh, nice. And, uh, you got to look at the back of someone's neck to see if they're like, uh, kind of corrupted. Hmm. Copycat's another one. That's the one with Sigourney Weaver's the shut in. Do you remember that? No. Sigourney Weaver's the shut in, And, uh, what's the crooner from New Orleans? Uh, crooner, the young, uh, singer. He's like Frank Sinatra. Oh, he's from um, New Orleans. Terry, Connick Harry Jr. Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. Jr. Yeah, is the yeah, yeah, serial killer. Oh, wow. And, and copycat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I think I only saw that in the theater. Um, Fled. Fled's your movie right oh, there, man. Yeah, he's great. Well, who is he in Fled?
0: He's like the detective that's nice. looking for Steven He looks Baldwin. like and
2: could easily play like an oh,
0: FBI yeah. agent. Oh, and, yeah. Well, and he's... he's A pencil all, pusher, you know? He's very much like um, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. In Bark The and Fugitive. Orders? Yeah.
2: Oh, I'll have to rewatch that. But man. he's
0: also like... He, He's a tracker, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, he's
2: got such a great voice. Yeah, I love voice his cadence and his yeah. command. He, yeah. he, like I want to see where he's from. Yeah, when he shouts something, I want to say he's like from Tennessee. That's what we, that would be my guess. Mississippi, yeah. maybe or South Carolina. South Carolina, Char- that, Charleston, that, South Carolina. That fits. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, it totally. <laughs> does. Yeah. All right. This next guy, man, love this guy. I've been watching him since his very first movie, and I've watched—I almost love every single thing he does. It makes me smile every time I watch a movie and he pops up, and that's the incredible John C. Riley.
1: I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo T-shirt because
0: it says, like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party, too. John C., man. Did we just become best friends? I think we did. (laughs) I think we did.
2: Notoriously, he's like a, uh, I, I can picture him on the set with uh, with Will Ferrell, Saturday Night's and bake. getting high. He's notoriously a podhead. I uh, I knew an actor that uh, that smoked with him once and uh, said he was the funniest guy he'd ever met. And early on, like the first movie that he he was in, and this was an interesting story how he got on this. He did Casualty of War in 1989. He was one of the actors, and you hear stories about this, but I know, uh, I heard him talk about it once, that he videotaped himself doing his audition and was, like, sending it to Brian De Palma personally on really? like, videotape and just kept sending him uh, stuff and everything. And they were like, yeah. I don't know who the hell this guy is, but we got to get him working here. Yeah. And talk about coming into a big, major movie. Have you seen Casualties of War? I haven't. It's a difficult that's like top ten difficult right there. Is it? Because that's the one where Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox and the whole platoon. And so it was Michael J. Fox, Sean Penn, John Lacazamo, John C. Riley, and then one of the killers from uh, Hudson Hawk was the other guy. And they uh, they kidnapped this Vietnamese girl and just... Uh, raped her through the whole rest of the movie uh-huh. and killed her and Michael J. Fox was wouldn't have a part of it yeah. and he's trying to get John Cena uh, not to be a part of it and uh Then the second half of the movie is him just trying to bring it to uh, the higher-ups, and the higher-ups just want to cover it up, Yeah, because Sean Penn saved Michael J. Fox's life at the very beginning of the movie, so they're like, man, you want to ruin his career? He saved your life, and it was just, it was a difficult movie to watch, but it was well done, beautifully shot, unbelievably shot, Brian De Palma is like the king of that.
0: So he was in back-to-back Sean Penn movies? Yep,
2: Where No Angels was the second one. So huh. I wonder if he was Sean Penn uh, like they were friends in real life. Do you remember Where No Angels?
0: I've seen it like twice. I remember it's him and Robert De Niro. And uh,
2: Sean Penn, yeah. That's, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um,
0: and, but I don't remember They were John criminals
2: Seale. that escaped like the electric chair at the very beginning of the movie and they were uh, going fleeing to the border, they were going to go into Canada. and right before they got to Canada, they got uh, they got sidetracked. they cops were on them, so they hid in like a monastery. yeah, and then they just pretend to be priests They're not monastery. they like a Catholic church. yeah, and John C was one of the other priests, and oh, it was, was he? it was funny. they John Penn had stolen like the outfit off the clothesline, uh-huh. and he was wearing it, and he forgot to take the pin off and it's still hanging on the back of a shirt. yeah, and John C. Riley's like, uh, John C. Riley is like, why you have the pin on your back, of your uh, neck? And Sean Penn, instead of saying, "Oh, I just forgot it there or something," says, "Yeah, this is, yeah it just it brings me closer to God." <laughs> and then the next time you see John C. Riley, he's got he's got the clothespin on his neck, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just this young guy that is just uh, kind of taking a liking to Sean Penn. Yeah, I loved him in State of Grace. Oh, so great in State of Grace. Mm. He was the fuck up kid. Now the Sean Penn movie, holy crap! Wow. Yeah, that's three. Three of his first four movies, because then he did Days of Thunder, and then he did State of Grace. He was so good in State of Grace. He was the fuck-up that couldn't stop gambling, that you knew that that mob was going to kill, and that he was really great friends with Gary Oldman and Sean Penn. And and both of them, like, when they ended up killing him, they both lost it. It was great. Hoffa, he played a fuck-up, too. I loved him in Hoffa.
0: It's amazing, his range. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Because, like, I, I... These are I, big movies. I got 30 movies listed here. They're yeah.
0: all huge. And and the thing is is like I basically consider him a comedic actor and when I see him do serious roles yeah. I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. What's also impressive is if you, you know, cuz I'm sure you knew him well before I did because I didn't start knowing until he was until uh, Boogie Nights, you know? Oh,
2: no, I knew him way before Boogie Nights. I loved him in Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is probably my favorite. That and Hard Eight. Hard Eight was... P.T. Anderson did both those movies, mm-hmm. uh, and Hard Eight was a super kind of low budget movie that starred completely John C. Riley as some that was down on his luck, and he was living in Vegas, and he ended up meeting this older kind of grifter guy who had learned the life of how to survive in Vegas on very little money. Yeah, and he, he teaches him. He like uh, kind of uh, teaches him, and they all end up having like a father and son kind of relationship together, huh. and he helps him along, and then. Uh, John C. starts dating um, um, Gwyneth Paltrow mm. and they get in trouble and uh, they get married and during the honeymoon apparently Gwyneth Paltrow prostitutes herself to some John oh, who shit. won't pay her the money. So John C. Riley has him like uh, chained into the room oh, and fuck. invites his friend Sydney, the older guy up and, uh, and we need your help and he's, he's like well, what the hell you have this guy here for let him go he says well yeah. he owes her money yeah. and he's like what the hell you have him beat, beaten half to death he's yeah. not gonna go to the cops yeah. it's just this horrible situation that he can't get out of Damn. and he's relying on that guy to get out of Uh, River Wild River Wild was great he was on uh, Kevin Bacon's boat remember he was the bad guy that was on the river raft They were. They had robbed and killed some people, and Meryl Streep was just on the other boat with her family. Theater with my dad. Yep. Yeah. I worked at the video store when that movie was out, and uh, the video store owner was so stickler on not throwing away copies, even when they were like truly broken and busted up, that he would like. He literally showed me how to splice tapes (laughs) and uh, to get it. Lined up on the video uh, Where the frame got real bad And then where it got good And then I would literally open the uh, back of it Put elastic bands on it to hold it open pull the tape out splice it and you just normal scotch tape yeah and you put it over there and it would do a blip right yeah. over it and it would still play wow. but on the river wild one he had me he had me pull an entire scene out of it oh where, wow and i was like dude this is stupid there's a yeah. jump there yeah. and then literally we probably had 12 or 15 people show up randomly and we yeah. knew what they were going to say when they came up to the thing right so i rented the river wild and i was like oh here we got another one <laughs> <laughs>
0: another river wild gone wrong <laughs> so back let's here. refund this dude's money and yeah. put it back on the shelf
2: like morons so for some reason every time I think of the River Wild I think of that that's why see like and I
0: I, I don't even remember mm-hmm. that it was him that was in yeah. it because I didn't know who the fuck he was. Yep. You know, I didn't know who the fuck he was. And, and yeah,
2: always had a distinct look to me. And I, oh yeah. I loved Hoffa early, early on, too. And he's the one that got. Hoffa. <laughs> Have you ever seen his show that
0: he did on oh, adult? The goofy swim? one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really I, I think I've
2: seen like three or four yeah, minutes of it. Yeah, the with the
0: glasses. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and was I was strange. Just, I was just like, I, I'm not going to watch this. But it was odd. It was a very
2: kind of successful little weird show. Yeah. He was so perfect in Boogie Nights. My God. People say I look like Han Solo. Yeah. Really?
0: <laughs> I, dude, I loved the, the clip of the song you put in there. Oh, God, man.
1: <laughs> feel, feel,
2: feel, feel, feel the heat. heat. <laughs> oh, so great. That's a YP, not an MP. <laughs> I don't know these this, these <laughs> jargons. <laughs> He's so, I loved him in Magnolia, man. And we're going to be talking about Magnolia next week, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But have you seen Magnolia? I think I have. It's also P.T. Anderson, same guy did Hard Eight and Boogie Nights. Someone with the frogs fall from the sky at the end. You don't remember that? I think I have. Probably Tom remember. Cruise in it. Tom Cruise plays the motivational speaker in there and he plays I, a complete asshole. I think I've seen it. And it's how everyone's connected in a certain way. And yeah. It's disturbing at times. Cuz uh, Perfect Storm we just talked about. Oh yeah. And he, that was a good one. He was the one that got the hook in his hand. Oh, that's right. Ooh. He he got pulled over He got pulled right? over and William Fichtner had to, yeah. who was who they had a feud with like the whole movie had yeah. to jump in after him. Who was in Armageddon, Armageddon. With will pass. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> you get nothing for that. But okay. <laughs> Gangs of New York, he was in the uh opening. Yeah, And the Andy was later on. He was the he cop. He was in there Yeah, a he was bit, he was yeah. in the cop, but he was also in that opening That's fight right, sequence. Yeah. But yeah, he became the cop and he had that weird mustache. He got nominated for an Oscar for Chicago. Did he really? Yeah, he had to do a singing in that movie. He was he was big Dude, in that he's movie. a talented fucking dude but man. then he started getting the silly stuff and i had no problem with him doing. oh it. yeah no, no this problem is, with him this doing is where it. i came to know yeah, <laughs> this is this is my john now, c right
0: here yeah now wait I, I don't remember him in the aviator with the. Uh, that was with um
2: uh yeah what's his name that dude leo the blonde guy yeah leo. thank you <laughs> leo Caprio. Caprio. is he blonde uh, he was <laughs> he at some be. point in his career uh, on growing pains yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly uh yeah, I'm not sure who he was in The Aviator. Yeah. I mean, there was so many. That movie was so long and it had so many different people in it. Dark Water was that creepy horror movie with Jennifer Connelly with the water in the hotel and the elevator Seen it mm. once. It wasn't that scary. I must but have always have like gone below it. my radar. But yeah, man, Talladega Nights. Oh God, dude. I mean, someone's got to was... finish second. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you think maybe just one time? <laughs> you know, just one time I could win.
2: I love when he's living at his house with his wife, but oh he's still calling God. him because <laughs> stuff's broken. I'm not yeah. gonna tell you how to. How yeah. do I get this uh, spot to work. Or, yeah. How do I, I, I
0: set the time on the VCR? On the VCR or, or with something or the like Teemo that. Or something like
2: that. Like, God,
0: man, it's so hilarious. <sighs> Fucking funny!
2: I'm the magic man. <laughs> <laughs> he had such a random scene in Tenacious D: The Pick of Destiny. I'm not even sure it was credited. He played uh, Bigfoot. Remember no when, shit. When he was tripping balls, yeah. And Jack Black was hanging out with Bigfoot. Bigfoot? That wow, was John C. Dude, Riley. That's it's really hilarious. That's great, dude. Walk Hard: The Dewey Something Story. Yeah, I've seen that. Only I, seen it once. I barely remember it, but.
0: Yeah. I remember it being pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you got to
2: be into that kind of goofy. Kinda. Yeah, it was very goofy, yeah. obviously. But this this one right here, this number twenty two here, I fucking love this movie. Circa to Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. I would have watched. Oh, I remember 10 of these. seeing the trailer to that. So fucking good. He so was it, the vampire. He was the right? vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. it was like a good versus evil, and he was training this kid, and they had a, they built a whole mythology, mm-hmm. and they. They all lived at a circus and all the actors in it were big mm-hmm. and uh, there was the lizard guy and there was the uh, guy who uh, could eat metal and there was a uh, the Christian shawl. She played a character with big teeth and she would bite stuff. So everyone had this weird thing yeah and he was a vampire and the uh, knees is what they called it. He, the, whoever wrote this it was like a, an adult. Kids, no, it was like a uh, young adult series. Uh And I think there was like nine or ten of the books. Oh, wow. So this was supposed to be something big. It was going to start with Circuit of Freak, The Vampire Assistant, and then the next one was going to be huge. And they never continued it, and it pissed me off. Because I loved what they did with it. Because the kids, it was, uh, I'm not sure who the main kid is, but the other kid was the kid from Hunger Games, the shorter one. Yeah. Yeah. And he always wanted to be a vampire, and they ended up going to this freak show, and, uh, the radioactive, like their version of a radioactive spider almost came out of nowhere and, uh, bit his friend. Uh So so he ended up becoming a vampire and his friend who always wanted to become a vampire couldn't become one. So the, uh, the evil people in the uh, thing recruited him to be like a different kind of, uh, vampire to go against his friend. And it was Uh like this awesome good versus evil. And they had these cool little things where John C. Riley could like, go real fast like the flash uh-huh. and he he was training the kid and he's like hang on to my back real uh, real tight and then he does this flash thing and they end up like a mile away and they uh, he reappears and the kid's like coughing his guts off and he says he says, you got to hold your breath. Did I not mention that? You have to hold your breath. <laughs> he was really funny in it. So it was very cleverly done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out Vampire's Assistant. I don't know where you can find it, but I, it really yeah,
0: I remember seeing the
2: trailers for it. Uh, Nine was fun too. That was with. It was, an was animation that a animation. Animated yeah, movie. Yeah, it was maybe? a little, like, kind of burlap sack creatures. Yeah. And they all had, like, hearts and stuff like that. I never saw that either. It was but fun. It looked really good. It was good. It was dark, and there was a. All the people in it had famous voices, like Elijah Wood, Jennifer mm. Conley, John C. Riley was one of them. Uh, Crispin Glover was another one of them, and it was huh. really good. Yeah, I loved it. We need to t- talk about Kevin. I wouldn't recommend it many people because it was disturbing as shit, but I loved it. <laughs> it was Tilda Swinton and John C. Riley had a kid, mm. and the kid bonded with John C. Riley but hated Tilda Swinton from oh, really? from a baby on. Oh like, wow. she had major postpartum. Uh, depression too mm. and just started resenting the kid and the kid would just look at her with like evil eyes like the kid was almost like damien yeah in a way to tilda swinton and nobody else right and then he ended up uh, in it when he they show him age and when he gets to be a teenager it's the kid who plays the flash in the, the oh really the current version of oh wow flash. and he goes into that uh, spoiler alert, he goes into the school gymnasium with a bow and arrow and oh, fuck. slaughters everyone. Oh, so you're watching fuck. this disturbed kid that Tilda Swinton can't relate with and he yeah. ends up becoming a school killer. I did the whole movie and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? That's crazy. But he played the dad in that movie and he was like this just normal, lovable guy that there's nothing wrong with our kid. He's no, fine. God. But Tilda Swinton knew more. Ugh. Wreck-It Ralph, man. That's where he just went next level with that great animation voice. I loved him as Who Wreck-It was Ralph. It? Was, he was Ralph. Ralph? Yeah, he was Ralph. Oh, really? Yep. Was him and Sarah Silverman? I only saw that moments. once. Uh, Dave loved the second one. I loved the first one. I mm-hmm. didn't much care for the second one. Guardians of the Galaxy was great. He was in like the Nova Corps. Oh yeah, that's, uh, he was yeah, one of the Nova Corps right. guy. Man, Skull Island. I don't remember God. that one, dude. God. I know I've seen it. I like yeah, I, Brie Larson Loki and Brie Larson. Yeah, and then Samuel Jackson takes place during Vietnam. At the very beginning of the story, at the very beginning of the movie, do you remember there is a. Uh, a Japanese guy that goes down on the island in like World War Two, mm-hmm. and there was an American guy that goes on the island, and John C. Riley is the person who's been on the island for like thirty years until. Samuel Jackson and that crew comes on the island. Right. So he's got information. And it's yeah. that great scene. There's a great scene where he's like, You hear that noise? Yeah. It's bugs. You don't yeah. think it's bugs, but it's bugs. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's just like, You can tell that he's seen too much. Yeah. So he's, he's a little crazy. Right. It, he reminds me of how crazy, like, Peter Stamari is in Armageddon. Or, yeah. He's the one that's in Sputnik for too long and he's just yeah. out of the Or, like, out of his uh, mind. Robin Williams and Jumanji. Yeah. yeah. He he's it, just yeah. seen too much. Yeah. So you haven't seen it or you don't remember any of I, dude that's the thing is i
0: it was good people love Island. i'm starting to think maybe i didn't see it and yeah. the thing is is for some reason i've been on like a godzilla binge lately oh, yeah. so i watched king of monsters and godzilla versus kong yeah um and i i, I guess i need well, to see yeah the other definitely two, go to skull island man. yeah i can't
2: i i swear i saw it yeah it's good it's fun it's a lot better than people thought it was going to be. Yeah. Then he did Stan and Ollie. I never saw it, but it looked awesome. He played like Stan Laurel and Laurel and Hardy. Oh, that's remember, right. We, remember yeah. the trailer was coming out and we had seen it and we were like, holy shit. And I think he was nominated for a whole bunch of stuff, but I had never heard about it. Was that 2018?
0: Damn, dude, we've been yeah. doing this for... He did
2: a bunch of them in 2018. That came out, then Ralph Breaks the Internet, and then is Watson is like one of the worst scored movies on IMDb. Is it really? I've never seen it. Let me see what the score is. It's pretty bad. Anything below a five is kind of weird for a big movie like that because there's so many people watching it. Uh, Holmes and (laughs) Watson. I remember it looking kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, those two guys you love, yeah, it's a 3.8. Whoa.
0: (laughs) That sounds perfect for me honestly. I though. thought the trailer looked I bet funny. you if I watched it tonight I'd call I'd text you and be like dude this movie, movie is fucking seen. great.
1: Yeah. No, it <laughs> probably
2: is. I mean it's one of those things if you like those two guys I mean it's yeah. and, I mean it's and, him, and 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 him and Will Ferrell
0: it's got to I mean, be good. Anytime that you're in the mood for just a stupid silly movie no matter what it is like it doesn't matter what that movie yeah. is rated. You know what I mean because <laughs> you're just in the mood for that. Like, I don't look at ratings anymore. I've, you know. A, I don't
2: even hardly look at trailers. Yeah. Now that they're doing these, like, review bombs and everything, that's what's happening with Kevin Smith on the on the Master Universe. This mm. is, like, these butt hurt fans def- defending a piece of shit show back in the day yeah, <laughs> that, that was dying to have a good kind of rendition of yeah. it. And they're calling it that. They're calling it review bombs, but people are just going on there to kind of fuck up the ratings. That's so dumb, And if, that's why if you look at like Rotten Tomatoes, the critics love it. And the fans, that's where they're allowed to vote. And they just, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, it's stupid. It's really bullshit that they do. Especially to a nice guy like that, it makes no sense.
0: Well, maybe now he'll... He
2: just announced uh, Clarks 3. Really? Like they're filming it like starting in August. Awesome. In
0: Jersey at the old Clark store. That's fucking great, so, dude. Yeah, it's going to be
2: really fun. Maybe he'll
0: do Thundercats.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. Dude, I would I would like be... to see... And that's another one. that Those shows were good when you're kids, but if you go to rewatch them, then not a whole lot of them hold up. Yeah, but I mean, Thundercats...
0: They, they, I love Thundercats. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, it wasn't about the story. It was about the Thundercats. Yeah, well, awesome and that they, they can nail because
2: yeah. they certainly have nailed it in the Mass Universe. Days, right. So. Any of these guys on here could be great voices on there. Yeah. Will Patton, be like uh, Mumra. <laughs> I would totally <laughs> sign on for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's our... The next one's going to be big. We're going to have number 10 for the uh, for the next character actors pod. Week. Yeah. So this, this one's number nine. So, But next week, next week, me and Dave, we had to shift it a little bit because Dave had some... Uh, that's why you're hearing it, two Justins in Double a row. Double Justin. Double Justin. Yep. Uh, but Dave... Uh, you're welcome. Dave was out of town. <laughs> so we're going to do our screenplay uh, part two, best screenplays part two next week. And then me and Justin are going to start part one of part two of a of huge part three
0: of part four. I mean it really should be three
2: now that I'm <laughs> looking at the list, but we're gonna have a whole retrospective, not that he's dead, he's very much alive, is uh the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You don't realize how many big movies that guy's in. He's so fucking, yeah. That guy's got so many stacks of Every money in his movie, house that yeah. he has oh to like God, just dude. move stacks to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen any of his videos with just him and his farm animals? He's just sitting no. there. He just sits there and feeds donkeys while he's talking to the camera. That's hysterical. He's really in the house. Like he's oh, wow. G- <laughs> yeah. He's a strange guy, man, yeah. but I, I, I love um, his flicks. You know, I'll tell you, just
0: before we fade out here, I did watch the... Um, Andre the Giant documentary. Oh, so good,
2: dude! Man. It was so, so good. fucking good. I love man. that documentary, the HBO yeah. one. Oh, yeah.
0: so good, dude! Yeah. I saw a clip from it, and I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm going to watch. Yeah, this.
2: that guy, that guy lived a life, man. Wow, dude, lived a life. Yeah, any of those real life stories. Like, I can't wait till the uh, Hogan one with. Uh, Chris Hemsworth yeah dude that's gonna be he's still gonna cast everyone man it's just gonna be amazing they've yeah. never had a big budget to be able to do that type of thing because those guys lived crazy lives each one of them should have a movie made oh it yeah and there's uh I don't know what network does it, but they put out like a wrestling weekly wrestling series documentary about different people. I've seen the one on Randy Savage, and it was just crazy. Really? How Miss Elizabeth uh, OD'd, and it oh, was wow. it was Lex Luthor that was uh, with her when she OD'd, and she wasn't with Randy at that time. What? It's just like one crazy story after another. That's Matt. nuts, dude. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the ones I've seen, but uh, the ultimate warrior one sad as shit they're all fucking like sad. he died like 2 days or the day after his induction into the Hall of Fame yeah ultimate i remember warrior. he made it there yeah he but... made it to the Hall of Fame and then like a day later he like collapsed God in a it. in like a parking lot man we're here uh we had a sudden thing before we came on the uh air that uh something yeah, I'll something check. happened with Bob Odenkirk i guess he passed out on the set of better call saul so we're give uh Good thoughts to him and his family because uh, I love Bob Odenkirk, man. We were just talking about him a couple weeks with the Nobody movie, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. I, I mean, he's
2: killing it as Saul. So uh, hopefully everything's all right. I know how hot it is down there. That's my mind immediately went that was like heat exhaustion or something, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm I still not saying anything not about seen it. Any update? It's
2: it, that concerns me, man. That, yeah, that, that they're not talking about what it is. They must not be sure and they don't want to release anything to at least release. He's fine. He's stable. Cause I mean, What's shit, dude. he
0: just did that. Nobody movie. Yeah. And he's in great, he's in great shape. Yeah. You he's know? in total like, great
2: shape. I wonder how they're working that in with the better call Saul. He must be hiding under some layers of clothing. Cause I know he got in great shape for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thoughts go there, out to but, him. So yeah. hopefully by next pod, we'll be able to talk about some good stuff with him. But, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, check us out on Fascinated with Films uh, on our Facebook page. You can also leave us a like or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. Or you could shoot us an email, fascinatedfilms at gmail.com, and we'll get right back to you. Do it. Next week's Screenplays, then Arnold. Yes.
0: <laughs> Till then, see ya. Don't forget to order your calendars.
1: Shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, brawl it. Bake it, saute it. There's um shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's,
2: that's about it. <laughs>